0: hello 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 and welcome to your aunties could never family gathering your favorite aunties and uncle have arrived i'm auntie ak and i am here with auntie farah auntie nana auntie Shadé, and
1: uncle dane.
0: Do you feel an uncle dane
1: do you feel like an uncle I, no, yeah i do feel like an uncle that's that's a role i can kind of slip into i'm, I'm not somebody that's in denial about my age and that i'm, I'm fine with uncle
0: Okay, Uncle. Long as okay. You're not like, the
1: crazy oh, uncle, I'm you're crazy. not the crazy uncle or the creepy uncle or like, you know, <laughs> the uh, uncle that borrows money in it. So it's what precedes the uncle more than anything.
0: Which, on, oh, the which uncle uncle the best drink selection? is it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's am I'm I'm that I'm that uncle. I can see a
0: good few Rams there that I want. Yeah,
1: exactly. If you're about if you're about to turn up before you go out, come by Uncle Dane's in it.
0: So. The mixologist, the drinks master, uncle. Mm, that's it. Um, okay, everybody, get your plates, get your drinks. We're about to start the show. Auntie Farah, let's go. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Let me get my ish up. All right. So, in today's ins- installment, we are back to One's Gotta Go, Auntie Sade's least favorite game. Um, and as an ode to Dane, the comedian extraordinaire, the first thing I'm going to ask you is a bunch of. One's got to go for comedy shows, and uh, here we go. So one's got to go, Different World, Cosby Show, Fresh Prince of bel or Martin?
1: Oh, uh, that's so tough. Um...
0: You know, I'll go, for me, because Martin didn't come to the UK in a way that was accessible, which pissed me off royally, mm. I'll, I can easily say Martin, because I don't have the attachment that I have to all three others, which I know off by heart have VHSs taped mm. But Martin later on in life when I've discovered Martin and found a link to it. I love it, but I can easily get rid of it just because of that.
1: That's a good one. Yeah, I'm I think gonna... I'm, I'm gonna go with that. Sorry, I? you first.
2: No, 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 go for it, go for it.
1: No, I think, I, uh, Auntie, I come with you as well. Um, obviously I enjoy the show Martin and obviously Martin Lawrence is a legacy legend OG. Um, but I feel like, um, I can still get my Martin fixed from the like Bad Boys and Big Mama's house, and all of his stand up. And then Tisha Campbell was in my wife and kids, so could still get a part of that magic anyway. Because I, I feel like now it's it's shows like a different world it was so important. I cannot afford to not lose that aesthetic. So yeah. Although I mean, it was a tight one because I was Fresh Prince of Bel Air of late. The revelations coming out of Will Smith's diary now. And this
0: is still- I haven't heard. What are the revelations? What's he said?
1: None of them. Well, most recently uh will smith said that um he became nauseous while having sex because he was having so much sex to the point where he'd have a psychosomatic response and yeah. would vomit yes. when he orgasmed
0: i oh, actually i did hear that yeah i heard I that imagine that's so disgusting like, i don't even want to i don't even want to deal with that i really about. don't want to i don't and i
1: don't where did you vomit? Just, I mean, what 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 location would make you go? Yeah, that's about right.
0: <laughs> all, of me, all of it would make me be like, That's gross, but I'm yeah. just thinking of what is the most gross because at what point did you I can't, man, immediately no, no, because no. Because immediately no. that's a real problem? Mm-mm. No, no, it's <laughs> like not it's like, like that. Problem. It's not like that, it's not like in the act of it's a reflection of. So it's generally like when he's alone. Or you're in a car journey and he's oh, reflecting okay. on what he's done, then he it would he would throw up. So it oh, wasn't he's pumping and good. then he's like Bleh, on the girl's neck yeah. or a bum. That's, that's what I was thinking see? at first. I was
1: Thank like, you. okay, that that's okay. That makes a bit more sense.
0: I mean, um, can we can we can we move on from the <laughs> <laughs> auntie Nana and auntie Shadé? Please answer.
1: <laughs> auntie, I don't <laughs> like that season of Fresh Prince. Boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Martin, mm. it wouldn't just because the same reasons, so it's not very different, but same reasons. I just think it wasn't around for me to get into it. If Martin wasn't there, it would probably be the Cosby show because of Mr. Cosby. Oh, but,
0: yeah, it's exactly the same. I don't even think I've ever watched an episode of Martin, so I don't know what anybody mm. would be referring to. So, yeah, that Martin's, can go, don't care. I'll do not care How do 1st Oh. Yeah, same, 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 same. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a huge, huge Martin Lawrence. Right? Like, I, he's cool, he's alright, you know. Like, that shit is alright, that shit's alright. But, um, yeah, I could do without it. <laughs> <I could laughs> without it. So Martin, when watch me. I, mm, Martin's wicked. Okay. Yeah, but that's the one that's got to go. And I'm saying this the same as Auntie Nana. I am conflicted about Cosby Show, and I'll probably never watch it again. In all honesty, I haven't what watched it. Which is me, Auntie
3: Nana. I said that.
0: Oh, did you say that? Oh, sorry, Auntie Shade, you Thanks. but yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100 percent Like I don't feel like I could watch it again, in all honesty, but I can't get rid of it because without Cosby Show, you have don't have a different world. And yeah. a different world is yeah. my ship. I love that show. I recently rewatched all of them and I was just like in my element. It was great. And and,
1: and Malcolm and Eddie. And when you think about it, then from uh then you get Jada Pinkett, then you from different worlds yeah. as well. So
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get well. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So there you go. All all linked. Do you know, that's what disturbs me the most about it's the separation. Statement. Like his
0: yeah, film. exactly.
1: But you know what disturbs me the most is that during the seasons of the Fresh Prince, pretty much every single uh black act- prolific black actress of the nineties was a guest star in the series. So yeah. when he's like, I used to think about the women I was with and throw up. I was like, who are you talking about? Because
0: <laughs> these, these, the, these were the shining star-
1: these were the shining starlets of uh, black Hollywood of the nineties. So.
0: You had a fun old time, I can imagine. Yeah, you no, know he yeah. did. Yeah. You Next know one, I did. Okay, so today makes the 39th anniversary of the release of Thriller. Thriller. Now. Oh, really? So my question is: 39 years. Wow. Wow. Of November 1982. So wow. <clears throat> my question to y'all is: With that in mind, one song of the Thriller album has gotta go. Billie Jean. Rock with you. Is that on Thriller? Yeah, yeah it is. Um, yeah. Be It and Thriller, obviously. Which one's got to go? What? Oh, this is Thriller. Oh, oh my God. Thriller. They are literally like all of my favourite tunes. Um, I'm going to have to play my dance machines.
3: Thriller, thriller. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What what a routine, though. Big
3: routine. <laughs> oh, my God. I what don't was
0: thought? Rock, rock with you, be it, Thriller and Billie Jean. Hmm. Billie Jean stays. I love That's Billie Jean. Kind of... I love Rock with you. I rock could you. probably leave Thriller because I could not watch that. At all. <laughs> I was terrified of that video. So <laughs> that, that can, go. That can everybody go. looks
1: at it. It's so funny that everybody looks at it like fondly now, like, yeah, the music... When it came out in the, in the beginning, though, even right I was then. like, Yeah, yes, I'm not really. sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Shock. horrified. Yeah. For, for <laughs> Frida, listen, when he's when he turns around with the, with the big old lion mm-hmm. lion werewolf thing, that I was mm-hmm. out there.
3: Yeah, no, that's too scary. I think I even scarier are, than a zombie. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: And especially if you would seen uh, American Werewolf before that. Yeah, exactly. More shock. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Billy Jean. Is that my come on, come on. I'll
3: Yeah go ahead.
0: Uncle Dane, go on
1: which one yeah, then? Yeah, i I'm, I'm gonna say Billie Jean. I think that's, and, and, and I, I think it's just because it's the one that I feel has been most rinsed and remixed and redone and like, you know, you always get that kind of like Dance FM or Chris FM version when you're in a club and you're like, oh, they might play one decent tune and it comes up with some techno track and you're like, ugh. So <laughs> Billie Jean can go for me and it's a tough one, but like, the only thing that would, you know, console me is the fact that I can listen to them other tunes, which are all classic, like classics, like some of the best songs ever made. So that's the thing with the song, with, with Thriller, some of the songs on that album are some of the best songs that have ever been made. Oh, so no. you've got enough to subscribe on if you
2: have to. I'm going to go with rock with you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Clutching my pearls. Yeah, but
0: like for me. My monocle has um, fallen it's into it's my stronger. sherry. <laughs> exactly wow yeah. why Auntie shadow why
2: just because the other tracks are just a bit just mean more to me and my family do you know what I mean Like yeah, us doing like routines and stuff do you know what I mean and like taking turns to be Michael you know like yeah, yeah just the memories
0: I think I'm going Billie Jean because I've Ooh. done I know it's hard though because the light's on the floor ding 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 but Rock Review is like, and then Thriller, like I said, we I did the routine all the time, and Beat It, Beat It. Beat It, dude, that, that routine is too
1: much. It's, it's tough, it's, yeah, better tough. Sorry, it
0: it's better than Thriller. I'm sorry, it's better than Thriller. That's
1: a good shout, you know, that's a good shout. That really is, beat that it, the uh, choreography in Beat choreography. It after the um, the guitar solo. It is, Boy, it is. it's I, amazing.
2: I, I,
1: I, like, I think it's a good, it's, it's a good shout.
2: And then I when they do the kids' version in a Moonwalker, do so you guys watch
0: mm. Moonwalker? Oh my yes, God. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: still
0: love that now. So, Auntie AK, what are you picking? I said Billy Jean. Yeah, she did. Okay, cool. So I'm picking Thriller, definitely. Like, I love mm. Thriller, but out of those four, I could do without, in actual fact, when I listen to that album, I skip Thriller. Mm-mm. I don't listen to it. Mm. I've probably like, heard it enough, so, innit? I, yeah, like, I don't, you know, it's a great song, don't get me wrong, but I can literally do without listening oh, to it, I, I so feel man. like I can skip it. I can't see the
1: afraid, But unfaz, yeah. do you do you like the the, the video version and the, the album version are a bit different, isn't it? Because I think the album version goes straight to the uh, to the chorus, yeah. Yeah. But the yeah. one has a long break for ages when they do the choreography and the dance and stuff, and you're, you're getting built up to you, and then you go, okay, mm-hmm. no, i wait a yeah. bit longer. Right, <laughs> I <still do> <laughs> exactly. right, the next time, turn it around. All right, now my time. Yeah. Threaten, okay. okay, and then the other side, and then by then you just figure it You're
3: Like, ah oh, I
0: missed it. You're right though. Because if it's on the TV, I'd watch it, but I just mm. I wouldn't listen to it. So maybe it's that. And the, the woman in the thriller video always used to remind me of my best friend at the time's mum. Shout out to Natasha yeah. Smart's mum. She looked exactly like her. I was that like, oh my great. God. And I remember that's a I very watched, good mood
1: for the time. I that's watched a, that's a, that's a the great video
0: mood. at their house and I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a great mood. Wherever she is, man, I hope she's still slaying because that was a good mood. That was a good mood at the time. Great mood.
0: Um, Auntie Nano. <laughs> I said mine already. Oh, did you? I Hi. Yeah. This one. You're still on mute, I'm muted myself. Me. Sorry, 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 yeah. sorry, sorry. So one's got to go. This is a bit switching up a little bit. So compromise, consistent in a relationship, this is what's got to go. Compromise, and it could be a friendship. It could be any kind of relationship. Compromise, consistency, laughter, or support. One's got to go. What? You heard, nerd? Same again quickly. Compromise. Compromise, laughter, consistency, or support. I feel like consistency because consistency could be the opposite of spontaneity. And consistency, as long as consistency, oh yeah, yeah, consistent Yeah,
2: <laughs> but he might not be consistently faithful. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> that. That. Imagine <laughs> removing laughter from the relationship, removing support from the relationship, and removing what's the other one? Compromise, because if, if there's never any compromise. I think it's consistency yeah. for me because consistency God. means it's like, it could be surprising all the time. <laughs> this might be annoying, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to turn up.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. My hand up. It's,
0: it's consistency but... yeah. I can, that yeah. can go because I'm probably mm. like not very consistent, but I still have friends and relationships so sorry if anybody is after that from me i'm probably not the person for a constant stream of consistency but i will give you compromise compassion and support
1: oh, i think i just want to say you know when you say laughter that that with positive emotion i don't mean like someone's like how do i look in this dress and you're just laughing in their face
3: nah not, not that's not dare. you that's not
1: you I'm yeah. <laughs> not, not mocking. Okay, But cool. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd say that um I would get rid of compromise because I think if someone is consistent and provides laughter and by proxy joy and support Aww. then you don't necessarily have to compromise because someone can be the leader and be like this is what's best for us and consistently chooses something that's best for you which ultimately leads to laughter and support so that's okay, why I say That It's very good. That was, that was quite cute. cute.
3: That oh, was very good. Very good. Yes. I so it sounds a, a bit dominating, It like, does sound a bit dominating, A bit, a bit dumb, <laughs> yeah. But you know.
1: They show it. but it can be, but I mean if the outcome more often than not is consistent laughter and support and it happens on a consistent basis then, you know, at least you can depend on that person to be domineering rather than when they are domineering.
0: They're laughing while they're not compromised. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, maybe we can go to a restaurant I like. <laughs> no, I will
3: support you by no. paying.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be my, my
1: personality there.
2: With laughter, I was thinking, but I made myself laugh. So is it? Ah! <laughs> was it necessary? And then um, necessary? support. <laughs> I didn't miss that. I didn't miss that. But, um, support wise. I don't know if your partner has to support you in what you're doing. If you're, do you know what I mean? Like I've That's been in relationships life. and like they have nothing to do with what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? And it didn't hinder the relationship. So it, I kind of, I guess it depends how you look at support. Really, Ooh, um, like
0: Supporting you with the shopping when you're coming from Sainsbury's, you've got 12 bags. You no, 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 you do you online shopping. You, you don't have, have to see that. You don't have to done. see that. Bring it into the house. No, no, no. They, they, they deliver
2: that now. There's, there's hacks for that. You
3: don't
0: need to do all that. Yeah. So, yeah. Supporting I your Go on. I would get rid of consistency because someone could be consistently fuckeries, and I could do without that. Consistent <laughs> fuckeries. <laughs> very, very, very true. <laughs> there we go. Uh, that's
3: funny. All right, then.
0: That was nice. Who are we welcoming for oh. the family, Auntie Farah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry my, my daughter just came into the room and she's trying to be quiet but it's not working can you give me one second? I'm very sorry we'll talk calmly amongst ourselves i was gonna say we shoot interlude music <laughs> <laughs>
2: can i just say yeah have you guys heard that um about uh Jada being called um variant Jada? have you heard that like she's what, what? <laughs> <laughs> why? Well, no, why?
0: I, order? Order. I
2: have not no
0: <laughs> have
2: no, no 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 yeah. well, why do you think because she, she, she's like a, a virus that's just oh, oh, i don't not. like that they need oh, to leave jada no. alone like
3: listen back
2: off.
1: listen how, how old is jada pinkett now all the way came back from low down dirty shame she's putting a good shift man a lot of her friends aren't around anymore you know a lot of people have had a lot of problems like i think it's just very much it's a big ask to imagine people are still going to be normal all the time after the time they've spent in hollywood and around the people they've been around so you know you know if you're gonna gonna get red table talking you're gonna get a bit of a mad tea that comes on the table as well you have to take the rough yeah. of the smooth these days
0: when you I when, you, when you
1: juxtapose her with some of her her fellow stars of the time like your bill cosby and your tupac shakors and that i think she's doing more well than fine.
0: All you right. get me for yeah, real, isn't all it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, today I would like to welcome to the family Dame Sandra Mason, aka the new president of the new sworn republic state or current country, even of Barbados. So Barbados became a republic today on their 55th anniversary, and Dame Sandra Mason was sworn in at midnight on the stroke of midnight. They said Gwet! to England. And um in the words of what she she said, the time has come to fully leave our colonial past behind. And I am watching this space with the rest of my Caribbeans. So welcome to the family, Dame. Welcome, most welcome,
1: most welcoming, most welcome. It is a, um, it's a pleasure. You're, I don't know, it was the, the right honorific. So I'd say my lady, my Dame.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, have to, I, have to show, I have
1: to show reverence and, and prostrate start making out a thing now in the caribbean as we start appointing more and more heads of state and start yeah. reclaiming reclaiming our own political systems
0: telling it. you man but, you know, she's, you know,
1: she's already put she's already put um rihanna on her equivalent of the cabinet she's already given yeah. rihanna on her straight away first thing she, yeah. did was she touched down so off to a good start if you ask me Me
0: makes too. make sense, makes sense. Yeah. all right now it's time for what have you heard this is where we pick a new story from the past week or today and discuss it we get into the headlines so i'm going first and um, Auntie AK, what have you heard? Well, I have heard Prince William can politely swear word off because he recently said that Africa's overpopulation. you got to do it blame. in the voice,
1: Auntie AK. you got to do it in the voice.
0: <laughs> the I, 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 I don't even know. I Africa. Africa is to blame <laughs> for um, the fact that wildlife is endangered in Africa. Um, Basically wildlife and wild spaces a human, result of human population is under pressure because of Africans fucking, basically. I'm not here, when I heard it, I swore so much, so, so, so much, and I swear a lot, and I swore more than I swear, because I was like, how dare you, mind your damn business father of three, maybe one more, I heard there's one more away, I don't know if it's true, Man's had three children, pop, 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 like that. Um, his whole family's got pop, pop, pop children. His brother's got a situation going on. I don't know why you're out here talking about Africa. However, I thought, okay, let me calm down. Is there any truth <laughs> to what he's saying that the Africans overpopulating are causing problems for the wildlife of Africa? Um, is there anything unracist and non-eugenic about Prince Williams' comments? People discuss. Auntie Nana, go first. Oh, great. Um, (laughs) uh, All right, I don't, you know, I wish this didn't come from him because he's just like the wrong person to bring this to light. But in reality, there is an argument. It's not about population, though, but there is an argument to say that humans all around this globe are affecting animals and and nature so to kind of concentrate on Africa and what's happening with animals when your elitist brethrens and cousins and you yourself and your brother go out there and do hunting on the eggs, like you're not the person to speak on this issue but they, you know that's how they talk talking it? it's with double tongue there's truth to what he's saying but he ain't the one to say it so then it almost cancels out what he's saying because he's an idiot And that's annoying because there really is a claim for, actually, this planet shouldn't be running the way that it's run. But he's a part of the problem, not the solution. So, you know, he's an asshole. And to you, Um, I mean,
2: uh, first of all, I was just like, is is he even vegan, though? like like, you care about animals that much yeah seriously i just can't i just can't it's just it's just hypocrisy um it's just spreading i don't think there's there's well and looking at this article um, you know, it says that Asia's population density is 100 per square cl- cl- uh, kilometer. Why can't I say that? Europe is 72.9 per square kilometer, and Africa is 36.4 per s- square kilometer. So, w- do you know what I mean? Like, w- w- where are your facts coming from? It's just, it's just nonsense. Like, I just, I just wonder when. He- what is the distraction here? What what are you hiding us hiding from us? Really and truly, like I just think it was just a pompous thing to say. Just shows that he's not connected at all, um, and just you know, kind of stokes the fire of racism. Really, do you know what I mean? Like uh, I just no, I'm I'm sick of Will. He, he needs. Hopefully, hopefully, when he gets into power, the generations now they just don't care about the royal family. So I hopefully it'll be the end of it. Because they'll hate him so
0: much. Artifara. I'm wondering if Will's trying to fuck himself up because of late, <laughs> he's saying some real outlandish, dumb ass things. He really is because, so bruv, are you trying to tell me in the whole world, it's only in Africa where people are making babies? less like like auntie nana said or auntie, one of you lot said what's going on in your own household how many kids have you got if you actually gave a flying fuck about what was going on in the world you'd have one kid because all you need is an ear maybe a spare but you didn't need the third one realistically so you didn't have to do that if you are so concerned the other thing is as well yeah i i, I just I, i'd like to know who his pr people are at the moment where is he getting the information that this is what you should be talking about? Your uncle is about to go up for flipping, fiddling with underage ch- children. Yeah. Bit, uh, allegedly on the show. Allegedly.
1: Yeah, I know. For, yeah. The,
0: your uncle is going up for allegedly fiddling with underage children. I, right? want, I,
1: want, I want to state that that is not any kind of inference of a reasonable <laughs> doubt. I'm just wanting to cover the backs <laughs> of my aunties as well. So that you thank know, you
0: uncle Dave. thank yeah. you right. Uncle you catch Dane. some, catch some did... case
1: over some choppy nace you know
0: what i mean people. i forgot myself for a hot minute then mm. Alleg- mm. allegedly but my point is that there's lots of things going on that you need to address on your own doorstep before you start looking at other countries other continents there's other continents that are making mad children other continents why you always got to be focusing over there and talking about the wildlife so is there any wildlife in africa then is that the only place where there's animals you're fucking up the sea daily mm. and if anyone watch seaspiracy what mm-hmm. is going on there is worse than what's going on anywhere else that's what you need to focus on and that is a responsibility of everybody that eats fish everybody you know what i mean every business that's involved in that and as auntie Shade said you're not vegan bruv so come to me when all you eat is lentils mm. uncle dane
1: um, I just want to say I um, have complete solidarity with all my aunties and you know their rejection of this ridiculous and uh, eugenic and fascistic waffle coming out of Prince William's mouth. Um, we'll start off by talking about the the ecology of Africa. As far as I know, um, one of the causes of pollution that would happen from any continent comes from industrialization and all the byproducts from resource exploitation. Right. Well. Who the fuck are the people taking the oil from Nigeria, the fourth largest oil reserve in the world? Because it starts with a B and it ends with a P. And the B is not for fucking Bakoyo. It's for fucking (laughs) British petroleum, yeah? So if you have a problem with pollution and the byproducts of resource exploitation, tell your petroleum companies to fuck off. That's only in Nigeria, number one. And all of the Biafra conflict itself was all financed by these people financing both sides and causing that. That's number one. Then, we have the Somalian pirates, who were really eco-warriors, because they began their piracy after their fishing industry was completely decimated by the fact that other countries had perceived the area of Somalia to be a place of civil unrest and therefore took advantage of that by dumping their toxic waste along the Somalian coastline, leading these former fishermen to have to take boats hostage in order to protect their wildlife. Mm -hmm. Prince William weren't fucking saying anything then. Was he now? All. Yeah. Not only that, north of these other aforementioned countries is the Sahara. Desertification has been going on since time immemorial, and I don't remember Prince William saying anything then. Some of you will also know about a one of the first birds to go extinct was a dodo. Yeah, the dodo is native to Mauritius and was hunted to extinction. Not by no fucking black people, though. <laughs> right, and exactly. that was uh, so. Then we get to the point whereby you have South Africa, which produces one third of the world's gold. Now, all of the mining and oil and gold extraction companies that profit from this reserve aren't owned by any indigenous fucking Africans. Mm-hmm. So, when you think about the process of mining and what that involves, whether it's diamonds or coltan or gold or tin or copper or any of the other resources that come from the continent, those all have to involve habitat destruction. And again, none of these things are overseen by indigenous African companies. They're overseen by Europeans. And if people have an issue with the rate at which indigenous Africans are reproducing then maybe they could have addressed that issue when we got to the point where one in four people in South Africa had the HIV virus not from being sexually transmitted mind you but from poorly screened blood transfusions is the reason why the prevalence of HIV began on the continent in the first place (laughs) so essentially if there is an issue with the allocation of resources or the availability of resources in africa that has nothing to do with indigenous africans because there has been no point at which they have had control over their indigenous resources so nice try will i'm sure your grandfather would be proud but i (laughs) bet go yourself because don't how your mum your grandmother is sitting in a fucking house that's been refurbished for 26 million which has got over 40 rooms that nobody stays in but still have to be maintained doesn't sound ecologically conscious to me. Also, if anybody wants to get hype, hype, and hype up, Africa is a continent produces thirty percent of all carbon emissions on this planet. There is a known maybe ten companies, industrialist companies that produce seventy percent of the world's emissions. So Africa only produces like what, 30% of, of carbon it's carbon footprint, only thirty percent of the world's footprint. So Prince William can fuck off. Nice try. I know. And what he's basically doing is a dog whistle, maybe, in order to smooth his succession to the throne. Because most people that are still enamored by and support the idea of monarchy will hold the same racist, eugenic views mm-hmm. about the fact that a sovereign from another country should be ruling over this continent in the 21st, big old 21st century, where science and technology proves that these people are no better than anybody else. So I'm sure that will help you with the PR. So, really, it's the PR that they want him to have. Because for yeah. you to succeed as a royal, when you think about all of the associated ideologies with monarchy, whether it's, like, you know, Anglo-Patriotism or Anglo-Imperialist superiority, of course he has to say stupid shit like that. Mm -hmm. So, nice try, but we can all see you're going bald. Let it go. (laughs) Why don't you why don't you fuck up fuck off the turkey and then do your hair and then you'll be so fucking miserable?
0: <laughs> I mean, you said you all said more than what I can imagine, imagine said. your grandmother
1: makes 6.3 million a day and you can't afford a good hair transplant. What the fuck yeah, is going on? It's
3: true. It's true. Well, um, ain't my
1: tax money going, Auntie, like, that's what I want to know. know. <laughs> uh, a, a 40-year-old <laughs> man just stand up here looking like a mad scientist talking about people in Africa having too much babies. I can't stand for it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> not at all. I'd add the landfill, the clothes that gets thrown into Africa, and all that stuff, destroying our our land. With all and, and also, clothes. and all
1: the, and and how they flood all these leftovers, Instead of allowing for Africa to have its own domestic textile yes. industry, for example, like um, the yeah. president Paul Kagame has now banned any cha- uh, charity, charity items from coming into yeah, Rwanda yeah. because they're just crushing that industry. Yeah,
0: exactly. This guy,
1: bruv, Princess Diana would be face palming right now. In that- Heaven.
0: Yes, and that's the other thing. That's annoying. So yeah, I mean, because, I,
1: because your mum was out there. When your mum was out there clearing landmines, she never said that about no fucking Africans having babies. Shame <laughs> on you, blood. Shame. And your on you. brother, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: I think his good. brother is having African baby. <laughs> that's why he's vexed. Because he's like, you're part of it. That's why he's vexed. But also, it's also a little bit of like, like, I, why try and shade on a country that's, we're all right with population. You lot are tr- um, struggling to make more babies. That's the conversation that Handmaid's Tale is around the corner. And that's yes. why he's trying to throw shade on a country. And also, again, I redirect to, is, is he friends? Has he had a conversation with Mr. Bill Gates? That's all I want to know. Anyway. Oh, they all have. Can we, have, can we get the, conversa- um, the conversation, the comments, please?
1: And not one bicep between all two of them. <laughs> they're talking about people in africa having too much children and them things there you're not having enough protein you need to shut up <laughs> <things>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hello caroline we only have one comment so far actually and it's caroline just saying big up the aunties on their 87th episode thank you caroline thank you Where's everybody okay cool all right let's move on i mean because boy let's just see watch this space <laughs> auntie nana what have you heard Oh, I thought I was next. No, it's not me. You are. You are. I scroll too fast. Auntie Farah, what have you heard? <laughs> well, speaking of the royal family, um, as I said, I welcomed Miss Dame Sharon Mason to family. And um, my question to you guys is this As Bar- Bar- Barbados becomes a um, republic and appoints its own head of state, do we think that the remaining 15 countries, including the UK, that the Queen is still head of state for will do the same? What does she bring to these countries? um mainly caribbean ones I'm, I'm I'm thinking about are there actually any benefits uh, mm-hmm.
2: auntie Sade. I was trying to hide um <laughs> <laughs> uh, do i uh... What does she bring to it? Not nothing. It's just a reminder of slavery. That's, that's 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 the way I see it. Really, just a constant reminder of slavery. Um, nah, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't think there's any benefit nowadays. Really, in truly I don't know if that goes hand in hand. No, it's not related, is it? Whether you get a visa or not, that's not related. Yeah. So what's what's no. the point? Do you know what I mean? Um I don't know what the other fifteen countries are though. The British
3: uh,
0: so is. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. we've got Jamaica, Grenada, Saint oh. St. Saint Vincent's Anguilla, um, and like lots of Antique. Caribbean countries. Yeah. She's yeah. still the head of state. She's still on their money.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. She needs to just remove herself. Hopefully they all a, yeah.
0: out. you know, in order.
2: Just yeah.
0: What are you gonna say for her? No, I'm just gonna say, like a lot of their um their laws are British laws as well. And okay. you know, if they want to take things to a higher level, they have to come go to the British law, British um, Supreme Court. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. No, anything to dilute the British, um, the reign of the British Empire. I think is is just a great thing. Do you know what I mean? Like just like get rid of it, loosen their power, loosen the uh, illusion of their power. Um, mm. Yeah, every every chance you get. So yeah, I, I welcome it. It'll be, we should have parties. Uh, I really wish like they were doing it in like order or something like, and it's just like <laughs> parties. In alphabetical <laughs> order. <ones. laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, did you know that? Do you know that actually gaining um, the, the independence from the British is the most commonly celebrated holiday on the entire planet. There's 63 <laughs> countries that have nothing I mean, in common other than they all, one thing they have in common is that they have one day where they celebrate independence from the British. It's the most I mean. celebrated thing in the whole world.
0: Imagine that so. is interesting. Yeah. Um, what I was wondering um just quickly, how can you be considered independent if she's still a part of your head of state? Like, how how does that work? Because I literally am like, how can you say, how can it be Barbados' 55th anniversary of independence and the queen was still on your money? Like, how I, I, what, what is, the is that?
1: The same reason yeah. why Haiti won the War of Independence and then had to pay reparations to France, Thank even though you. they won, I mm. imagine. Same logic goes behind that.
4: So. How, how
0: how are we like constantly going through this? Like, I really am like, how did they do this, and where are they hiding <laughs> our our powers that Which they one? have in the museums? We've said it before. Well. I, I don't get. All our powers in the museums. That they, that's why they won't give us our, back our team because they know if we get get back our things, we'll start <laughs> elevating, levitating and going zap 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 and zapping everybody back into non-existence. Well, like power- <laughs> Sometimes I do feel like Literally. I'm in some alien world because I'm like what you say you're independent but she was on your money like how is that independence like how it, it really. Well, they put so <laughs> much sanctions on us and they made it so difficult to move independently. It's just also um, smoke and mirrors and words and pictures well, I,
1: guess, I guess that's i guess that's what said about the money is probably how you answered the question auntie nana is that it, yeah, it's the it's money that, it's yeah. the money if you uh have to depend on somebody for a currency and they issue that currency and then the rest of the economic superpowers in the world determine the exchange rate whereby for example if you want to yeah. buy particular things you have to exchange and buy us dollars then you can yeah. forever be crippled by how your currency is evaluated so that's yeah. probably yeah one of the ways they were been able to maintain that hegemony of control because that's the thing about be, the British is that the one of the reasons why they no longer have to physically occupy is that they're able to control countries through uh, global um, finance markets. Yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah, so as yeah,
1: <coughs> they do in like places like you know, that's why they were able to have Hong Kong as almost a city state inside of China. But obviously now as China's risen and its power's increasing, and it now have economic supremacy, that's why they're trying to reclaim uh, Hong Kong back.
0: Yeah yeah' mm. um, so
1: there's just a matting everywhere boy. Um, I, th- I think I think that uh, there is no point in continuing to have any monarchs in the world where especially where what I find confusing is a lot of people who identify or politically with the idea of monarchy and to an extent European hegemony or supremacy or imperialism mm. are also the people that support the idea of a free economy and are against ideas like taxation and paying tribute to a institution. So I don't understand how you can be like, yeah, no one should have to pay tax and people should work and pull themselves up by their bootstraps, but you still want nations to be kicking up from a commonwealth towards this idea of monarchy when, if you like don't know, like even the Queen's relatives, like the Duke of Cornwall's property portfolio is worth 8.3 billion pounds. Yeah, The Layard of Burns' property portfolio is something like 14.3 billion in the North. Even the Queen, what she earns on foreign territories in places like Canada and like other certain parts of <laughs> Europe, we're talking like 600 million a day. So... Like <clears throat> there's no need for it as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I I would even argue that if for the people that even identify with it, it's because they're not aware of any kind of precedent. You know, if you are somebody yeah. whose entire history uh, as a Bayesian or, or, or as, a, as a Caribbean person is, you know, having your legacy or your lineage coming from being a chattel slave to then going to having, I guess, comparative freedom in the Caribbean, you don't really know any different about self governance. It's not really been a part of your life, so that's why some people are like, "We need a queen," but it's because you yeah. don't know any different. But I think if these people explain to them that you will be able to save this much money if we didn't kick up to the queen, then they would probably be a lot more inclined to be like, "That sounds like a much nicer idea."
0: I wonder what will be the, because um, I think I think it'd be, it's, 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 it would be is 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 other countries can follow suit. But I wonder, mm. they're, they're not going to let go of this easily. So I wonder, yes. It's, no, like, no, it's no. like
1: leasehold and freehold as well, isn't it? Because it's kind of like, that's obviously, it. everyone here could say they own a home. But if your home is leasehold, it means the land it's on is the Queen's. And land, that has the true value because houses can go up and go down and be erected and they can fall down. But whoever owns the land makes money irrespective irrespective of what happens. So I guess it's, we really have to question what the true freedom is. Like, but that's is the, the queen. part. It's like, yeah. what,
0: what, what, is a, what, what does it mean? Barbados is a republic. Mm. The forefronts so of what is behind the scenes. What kind of things have they had to compromise well, exactly. um, to then, in order That's to thing. be perceived as mm. independent, free? Because you know it's not one hundred percent. There's not going to be. It's not that easy. But I think on the surface, it, like mm. it would make it easy for other countries to follow well, suit. Well, I look but at Zimbabwe country, for example.
1: ZANU, Zanu PF takes power, and all of a sudden your currency becomes super hyperinflated, yeah. and there's anti-smoking campaigns, and people. Yeah, so. What do you have to com- What's been compromised That's for them different. to realize the status as a republic? Yeah, it's, it's oh. an interesting one.
0: Have we got questions? Have we got comments? We do. Um, Nicholas says, We are here, Auntie AK, just driving and listening. And hello, Uncle Dane. Ronald says, Hello, ladies, be careful what you say about the queen. You shouldn't upset her. She's one pearl clutch away from biting the dust. Gosh. <laughs> She may not even be here anymore, to be fair. That's the thing, because she's had a few, she's been withdrawn from public vision, withdrawn from the public since a couple of months ago, right? Because she's hurt herself, her leg or her hip. She's done videos and stuff like that, but she hasn't, yeah. She's not been as active. She's been sending little window. Say that again. Charles may get a little window into, you know, a little half an hour on like five years before he (laughs) takes it too. Allegedly, right. somehow never happens. <laughs> auntie Nana, what have you heard? <laughs> okay. I mean, I never said what I said, but okay. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm to turn going forward. Sorry, Auntie Farah, go ahead. You know, I oh, went back at that where you ignore me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what she does. Let yeah. the woman speak, Ooh, Auntie. auntie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, so I will echo pretty much what you've all said, and I'm wearing my my flag today, Grenada flag, because I really believe that it is about time that all the Caribbean countries, we put an end to this colonial history. The thing Mm. is, um, there are going to be a lot of political things that we don't fully understand, a lot of, you know, envelopes underneath the table and all that kind of thing, if people do go republic. But at the end of the day, we are still paying lots of money out to these people and we are still under their rule and we cannot, cannot truly be free until we are rid of them. So that's my fi- that is my point. The queen doesn't need to be ruling anyone anymore. Bunnap. Okie dokie, Auntie yeah. Nana, what have you heard? Yeah. Okay, so my story. It's just a general catch up on COVID news. Like we haven't spoken about COVID for a little while, and now we have a new strain that has just been found in South Africa, <laughs> identified by the South African scientists called Omicron or Umicron and people are discussing how it should be pronounced. And some people are now just calling it the Amarian. (laughs) Which
3: I love, I love (laughs) it. It's so funny, so
0: funny. (laughs) So yeah, Omicron (laughs) is the new strain that um, I couldn't find a set definition as to what it does and why it's different other than it's supposed to spread faster. And that was generally what people were saying, but there wasn't a, a clear list of the different types of symptoms that this new strain has. So I have a couple of questions for you guys, just a general check-in about COVID, but also just why is it that the new strains are being identified in South Africa? What do you think of this new name? And do you think they're purposefully allowing conspiracy theorists to just flourish on this? Like they just seem to pick up names that have like like you know ties to kind of mythologies and in in certain types of cartoons where they've spoken to aliens and there's one where the alien is called the omicron pussy eater and it's like <laughs> who picks these names where do they come from what do you guys think about it what?
1: um well, I I know first of all the, um the South African government I think they've released a statement whereby they're saying um the Omicron strain was not found in South Africa it's just that because South Africa has a high competence in virology and mm-hmm. immunology due to the um, yeah. HIV uh, pandemic they were able to isolate and identify it first so they've they there. there's more than of course say that this has been discovered in like the Netherlands and the UK has cases and stuff as well And uh, I think the states as well, but just South Africa Africa were the first to identify and isolate this particular strain. Um, I'm not sure why they're going with the Greek alphabet for um, strains of COVID. But um, again, I think the whole South Africa thing is just another attempt at eugenics and trying to go back to the basics of historically where people have been able to try to blame Africa for the origin of um, pandemics under the Mm. supposition that disease in Africa is endemic. Which right. we're now realizing is not necessarily the case. So I think they're trying their bits, but I find the whole Amarian thing hilarious. Like <laughs> testaments to black people that they can take something so mad and make it funny in, in the in the space of two hours.
4: Yes. <laughs> people people
1: I've seen people put up pictures of like these symptoms include that it's Amarian popping and locking, like people
0: say... <laughs> oh, Icebox heart. Yeah. So, so, so you... Icebox where my heart used to be. So <laughs> exactly
1: and Dangers of being served, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> breathe in, breathe out.
3: Like
0: this. <laughs> I Sade.
2: Yeah, I mean, for this one, oh god, I'm so over it. Like, I'm just so over it. I just <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so pissed. Like, we have to wear masks again. Like, I'm I'm sick, I'm just sick of it. I don't care about. <laughs> I don't want to be insensitive, guys. I really don't. <laughs> for the people are, who are out there that are suffering and stuff, I really do feel for you guys. But like the, I feel like we need to get to a point where we can just live with it and just know it's just going to be a part of our world. That's just it. Like all these restrictions or threats of restrictions, all of that kind of shit. I'm just so I'm so done. I really hope that Middle England just rise up and just take back their country, I
1: hope that's what I they saw do. What, you saw what the middle, um,
2: Well, they're the only ones that can actually, like, that's you right. know,
0: get change, you know? Okay. Seriously, if Middle the England rise up and take back their country, that will affect us very, very greatly. We've seen the already,
1: the, the, wow. the, 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 shel- the shelves still remain bare <laughs> in many places.
0: But well, Middle England ain't going to work.
1: I remember, people. Remember, two months ago, people was looking to stab each other over petrol prices. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: <laughs> and toilet tissue. Well, but the uh, thing
2: is, I don't understand how they can go mad over petrol, but you're okay to be locked in your house. What's wrong with you? Priorities are wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. Some, some people I mean,
1: are ag- agoraphobic, innit? it? And I guess they want to catch up on their box sets. But the thing yeah. is, Shade, we've had, I, I think, for me, you know, it's interesting we talk about conspiracy theorists. I think, for me, the pandemic has been the revelation of the biggest conspiracy theory of all, and that is that for all of our musings, all the things you see on the internet about secret societies and powerful Mm -hmm. circles and masonry and Illuminati, no, there's just stupid people trying to make money. And sometimes they forget stuff. So for example, the whole pandemic, (laughs) it's not a coincidence that the countries such as the UK, America, and Brazil, who have some of the highest uh, concentrations of the diaspora outside of the continent, number one, Mm -hmm. and also, some of the countries known for being the biggest purporters of white supremacists and capitalism are the ones that suffer the most. The reason why is because capitalism or capital is gained from labor exploitation, which obviously happens in the UK, in America, and also in Brazil. And because of that, they didn't want people to go home. And there was probably a way that this could have been dealt with, but because Mm. of the unmitigated greed of our uh, leaders, they were incompetent and thought about making money first and thought about themselves first. So I think the best thing about the pandemic for me is revealed like, like, everyone can like i just i want to say something to anybody listening like chase your dreams do what you want because matt hancock got to be health secretary and if matt hancock can be a health secretary and your gal on the job the glass ceiling was destroyed by boris johnson on a zip line Keep going. <laughs> Anything can happen. It is anything's possible. possible. Anything's possible. Anything is possible because she people like hit. There's at least two women that seen Boris Johnson on TV speaking and not even remembering the lines that are in front of him and said, "I would like to breed with that man." Yeah. So if that can be happen, yeah. anything's possible.
0: Allegedly too. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> you're right to be
1: angry about the incompetence of these people, but I think like people like all these conspiracy theories and government and then things like I'm not here. These people are idiots, man. They are proven they're idiots. They're just greedy idiots and. The world has been reminded that however we felt like capitalism separated us from nature you're no different from nature and like i'd also go so far as to say is that you know the lgbt community they had their pandemic and because it never stopped any rest of us going out and they never stopped the rest of us socializing, right. right. yeah. we didn't give a fuck. yeah they had theirs and, and now they're at the point generations later where they it's now a livable disease mm. yeah. or a livable yeah. infection yeah. i should say so now as you know the rest of us on mass are now experiencing the same thing we're dealing with the selfishness of some members of our community we're dealing with the lack of awareness we're dealing with the unwillingness of governments to help us spread knowledge and awareness and we're also dealing with the uh results of a commodified medical industry which is why like you know if i hear you know people from my community who have misgivings about vaccinations and immunization i might be like oh, man, but i wish you would do the research but there is a clear reason an understandable reason as to why people of the diaspora are adverse to immunization particularly in america so for me like i said like we know that we these people that we have elected as our superiors i just want to go right to a point now where we have to really look at what's going on not just not just like government things like monarchy or like the world has changed in it and we need to start redrafting the uh fabric of our society you know, or restitching it so definitely that, might, that Defo. might take a little while i know i know it seems like it's been a long time for us but you know there's people that are still alive now that I remember that they couldn't even draw water from a fountain and yeah.
0: that yeah. was yeah. you know what i mean so
3: yeah.
1: again it's just this is just humanity man it's the ride didn't it sometimes the shit be happening so
0: i see far yeah. It's interesting what you said about South Africa finding the variant first, not mm. necessarily sorry, identifying the variant first. Mm-hmm. Because oh. this is the thing: they've said that it's come from Africa. They've banned flights to Southern Africa. They've said that um, you know they've now discovered the strain in lots of different places, including Scotland. Um, I bet if you, if you went and you spoke to those people with that strain, they haven't actually been anywhere near a plane or even anywhere near an African. So or mm-hmm. someone who's come from Africa. They just mm-hmm. haven't. I, I, mm-hmm. I guarantee you they haven't done that. that. that has no. actually been confirmed. There's been two people is- who have it in Scotland and they haven't traveled anywhere. Then yeah, the, so. there you go. So it is just about them using this. Like my tin hat is on. And I feel like one minute we're hearing Africa as a continent has the lowest cases of COVID exactly. in the world Exactly. one day. Day two, we found this. Via- there's a new variant. Where's it come from? South Africa. Okay then, day three, everybody get your boosters because if you've got the first jab and the second jab, it's not enough now, you need your booster. Okay, who's making these medicines? Who's actually to, who's actually profiting off of this? And I think people, it, people are very cautious because they're not being given the right amount of information and yeah. that's the thing. And it's like you said, Dane, you've got to do your research and you've got to feel comfortable in what you're doing for yourself and your family. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't help when we've got governments who are notorious for lying to us in our you face. Got, You've got, you got a Covid I
1: industry now, there's a Covid industry yeah. now, there's, there's an industry, there. in, you yeah. know, there's, there's, there there, means... you walk around, there are there are vending machines that sell masks. That means yeah, somebody, somebody has already made us a, a medium to long term business plan that those are still going yes. to sell. Just, you know.
0: just the fact that because I'm travelling soon. And just the money that's being made of taking unnecessary tests, yeah, exactly, all that type of stuff. And just generally, the, what's annoying me about this strain is the fact that nothing is proven on whether it's more deadly, whether it's um, whether it's more contractable, or anything. It's just literally there's a new strain which we all knew that is going to evolve. And before coronavirus became coronavirus, we had coronavirus in existence anyway. So not yeah. to say that the first time. That's it's right 19. Right, mm-hmm. right exactly. <laughs> so all this conversation about, and then banning South Africa is all hyperbole and it's annoying, it's actually mm-hmm. frustrating now because I, like what Auntie Shale said, can we just find a way to live with it? I am not a problem, I, cause I, you know what, I'm a public transport user, I can't stand breath anyway. I hate the word breath. (laughs) Um, So I don't (laughs) mind being on a tube and everyone's wearing a mask. I don't actually care about that. I'd rather that. I actually would rather be breath to yourself because it's stanky, hot and nasty. And when the tube is packed, I can't stand it. I always find myself by the window. I get on a bus, I get mad when the windows aren't open on a bus wear a coat, put a scarf on, open a fucking windows, let's get some air circulating. But that's what they're saying now, how do we adapt to us so- within this society where there is communicable de- diseases? How about fixing the filter system in buildings? Right. How about doing all the things, instead of wasting money making us take unnecessary tests every last half an hour? How about
1: not How about not in, um contracts to your bredgians who are
3: confectioners?
1: And I think that's the overarching narrative with regards to us as civilians when we discuss COVID yeah. isn't the issue. Covid it's protocols business. are the issue. It's the yeah. Is the, issue? the virus is not the problem? It's the these it's the reaction of virus. Because number one, if the issue really was that this is a virus that, as a pandemic, could cause mass devastation to our population, why are we still in a situation where you are commodifying healthcare? Why is that even a thing? Where we're still making trying to charge people for healthcare? Why, are, if we know that the most effective part of the human labor workforce and the first line of defense against the global pandemic our nurses and the people that work within our industry why is our priority not enabling them to be able to work to their most optimal level why are they still waiting for fucking, um um pay rise um, ppe why are they still waiting for pay yep. rises why are they not giving a livable wage or a functional wage why are they not being given hours that allow them to work at their most optimal levels why are we not financing like universities and stuff and how do we build a fucking hospital why go on for that since a An emergency hospital was got. built to facilitate for the increasing cases. What the fuck's yeah, happened with that since? They did right. two, one
2: in London and one somewhere outside yeah, London. And and so, um, so, what, what are we, no, what are we doing there. for this?
1: Because because for me, it's like even if they, we got to the point whereby we had a controllable level of prevalence, here yeah, or incidence of Covid, but there's still an enormous backlog of cancer sufferers and there's a enormous backlog yeah. of people that are dealing with more chronic illness, people with men- yeah. long-term mental health problems. So what are we doing then? Well, what's happening with that? You're you're talking about you're going to be dis- firing people who work at care homes because they're not vaccinated and things there. But well, you weren't really doing much for people in care homes or the staff there in the first place. So when you were
0: sending COVID patients, yes, yes.
1: Up till now, these people have been sending their giving their bedrooms contracts and and they've not made no effective PPE. And so this is the, so so really the virus really, as as I'm sure well how I feel is the virus is greed. That is the global pandemic that is fucking up. The planet right now
0: generally yeah. and yeah. and
1: that's the and by that token this omicron strain sounds more like an extension strategy than anything else that it someone's is. in a someone sat there and gone we need to keep this going. and delta staying sounding sounded scary yeah. why don't we go with omicron sounds like omega that sounds final Bust <laughs> <What's> that one <laughs> run that run
0: that run that call that omicron on, on, so on, you go know next year they're probably point. going to have another one again no i definitely yeah. think this is like an extension probably to what's out there in the streets is that we're going to be doing doing this until 2025 and then another agenda is going to come along so we, we have a few more years of the threat of a lockdown to a lockdown so you can't travel here but economically doing this to Africa again it just feels like you have all of the news of Africa why isn't Africa under the same pressure as the rest of the world like this is so shocking to them like it's almost like it turns my stomach when I see those headlines because yeah. you really wanted this land to be devastated you're when you they actually could produce the um the vaccines themselves, you wouldn't allow them to do it under the IP laws. Like it's yeah. it's literally like you want see this it's, which is to funny go because to hell. Do I mean which <laughs> is which
1: funny. Oh, they don't want no to go to hell, they just want it to be cleared.
0: So it's just <laughs> yeah. about a yeah. recolonization. They want the
1: resources, they just don't want the people that live there. Yeah. that's all that's all that but
0: is. You because the idea is that no, the, the virus can't kill us.
1: Well, that's the thing because remember, because the coronavirus. Has no link between animals and plants. So their idea is, if we can clear these humans who we claim are responsible for habitat destruction and for COVID spreading and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. then we just do their recolonization. We could, like, we see you from a mile off. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not really but subtle how they're doing
0: it. it hasn't worked. So it is like, when are they going to give up the goose? Like, you can't Never actually, one. you you can't destroy us. Like, it's it, it mm. doesn't happen. Yeah. It's like, we keep on, we the keep on. But then, like they try. System. They, they yeah. keep on trying. But the thing yeah. with um this latest thing, I, I wanted to ask you, Auntie AK, if you was, you know, the last time when they shut down South Africa, it kind of spread up and then nobody could leave out of Ghana and Nigeria and everything else. Are you guys worried about this this stint going for December, where there is going to be so many British and American people over there that they may try and lock you down in Africa again? If they lock me down in Africa, then they lock me down in Africa. It'll be interesting. I'd be forced me to get to know my country even more for even longer. So it's fine. If they, I mean, the reality is I'm locked down, I'm locked down. At least I'd rather be locked down in my home country where I'm not in a hotel paying through the nose over here. Like that type of quarantine nonsense and not being able to move freely. It'll be, maybe it be a problem. But as long as the internet works and they don't shut down the internet, I should be okay. It'll be stressful, maybe, but let me be there. <coughs> And then work it out. I'm not I'm not stressed yet. We'll see what happens. I don't um, think
2: there's been any issue with being locked down in Ghana. Okay. Like in Ghana, no. to be fair. Like when um when it first happened, I had a team member, someone in my team was locked down, she was having a way of <laughs> it was all sunny and nice, fresh coconut every fucking day. Like
0: now, no, now no.
1: you know why now you would know why they want us gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is what
0: I'm all right, let's get the comments. We're gonna run out of time. Let's get the comments and then move okay. on to it. Um, right, so Chrissy says, as long as that Amarian doesn't mess up another trip for me today, I'll be cool. And Ronald says they use the Greek alphabet so the strains aren't named for the countries where they are first identified, then they isolate the country. Nonsense, absolute nonsense. What have you heard?
2: Okay, so my story is kind of a little bit of a quick one. So Twitter's Jack Dorsey has stepped down from his role as CEO. And I want to know, what do you guys think about this? Because he says, one second he part of his reason is that he says he believes i believe it's critical for a company to stand on its own free of its founders um, influence or direction and as uh, we're all business ladies and gentlemen what are your opinions on this because uh you know, running your own business, like doing your own thing. Do you know what I mean? You're putting your imprint on your company. If it ever gets to like a, a, a huge size, would you step down? And also, do you think there should be different rules for like, if we're talking about issues of ownership, should there be different rules for black owned companies? What do you think? And
0: uh, Tina. Um, okay. Right. Um, right. First off, When I read this, that he had stepped down, I felt like this was reminiscent of um, the late, it was 2019, when lots of CEOs stepped down, but then they also reshuffled and money got shifted around and then they went back into their positions again. And I was like, oh, that's quite interesting. So we have this new strain, Jack Dorsey stepped down, these guys are having their war in going to space. I wonder what new shuffling is going to come in and we'll see that playing out next year was what i thought i don't think this has anything to do with business management but more so to do with how you're spreading your money around um for me and my business yeah I'm re- I, I would love to get to the space where i'm not at the helm of it and it is running and i do other things so i would be happy to do that and you know what i think about black business i don't i don't, I don't think black people should pay tax like a standard it should just be like this is a, a form of reparations. We Price. should live differently to everybody else, and we shouldn't be Price. paying tax. And that should be Price. the concession for black business. Don't tax Agreed. us. Just let us live because you've had the advantage. Auntie Farah. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with what Auntie Nana said. It's not enough just to stay there and say um, slavery was a stain, and colonialism was a stain on our history. It give us give us something back. I don't want to pay nutter tax, not one. I want all the money to go to me. Why is the Queen getting my done? I don't understand it. She's got enough. Um, Jack, what's his face? I reckon my tin hat's on again because I feel like he's done it just for tax reasons or for some sort of reason where he's going to shift now and then he's going to come back as executive CEO flipping Resident commercial person. I don't know. He'll get a new title, and it'll be some next way for him to funnel some money. Because I doubt very much that he stepped away from the the money that that thing's making. No way. Auntie Shadow, Uncle Dane. Um, <laughs> well,
1: <clears throat> I uh, again, I agree with all of my uh, fellow aunties. I feel like it's a very dubious thing that he stepped down. Like if you're running a billion-dollar company, it's not likely you're just going to walk away. So I think he's probably removed a role where he's not going to be a lightning rod or there may be some form of taxation or potentially monopoly and merger issue that he's trying to avoid or he's anticipating. It sounds like someone, you got a whistleblower coming out soon. So um, it seems rather dubious. But then at the same time, I guess, you know, it's if you do, uh, but then it might be, it's also a solid business practice that you can get to the point whereby you can do a Jay-Z and sell title and just stay on in a consultative role where, you know, you're still getting money, but you don't have to deal with the day-to-day. Yeah. Um, and I think the uh, suggestion of no taxation for black uh, enterprises is an excellent one. I think people forget that the entire foundation of capitalism began with chattel slavery. And by that same token, because we built the financial system by which the entirety of the world um, thrives on, then we shouldn't have to pay tax them. And, uh, and you know, I, it's ironically, I think if you were able to prove that you were a black owned business and avoid taxation, you would see the, in- the increase in investment would be exponential. Yes. If companies so can invest in, <laughs> yeah, companies, <right. laughs> invest in companies that would avoid taxation, then yeah. And I think um, uh, this whole, I think and on the same point of taxation, I think that's what the whole space race is about. That if people can in in legally say that they occupy a particular part of another celestial body like Mars or the moon, then uh, it will be a matter of time before people begin to relocate their offices off world. So they of can course. avoid taxation, especially where there's been the proposal of a global tax that's supposed to be happening as well. So, yeah, if you could be like global tax, I don't even live on the globe, baby. I live in space. Yeah, star man, I avoid tax.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I okay. like I can't. I can't say much more different. Uh, I, something about black business. There's something I want to say about black businesses um, taking on this approach. Uh, I want. I don't know. I, I, Hand it over in a couple of years after you've done it. I think I just so I just yeah, I don't think any of the capitalist world rules apply to us. We do things differently because we have to. So if it makes sense to us, yeah, sure. If it doesn't, then no. It's none of we, we move how we need to move to make ourselves successful. Do we do we avoid
1: do we avoid capitalism as a as a whole when we only and black businesses only trading don't pay tax and only trade in A-Coin? I mean, yeah, A coin? Yeah, I do that. A A-Cons, ACON's cryptocurrency build a little bit of strength there as well still.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, no, just yeah, focus on ourselves and don't mind what these people are doing. Um, because they've all, all like, as we we're saying, we've got so many different um, opinions about what the hell he's up to. And it's like we can't even trust what he's... He could just literally be, had. I've had enough now, I'm done. But no, because of the way the state of the world I and mean, how we know these um, billion... I feel, I feel like, you know like when husbands um, are getting divorced and they hide their shit and yeah, they, they say, start.
4: I don't have anything. But yeah.
3: well, I don't have anything. We can't trust what they so like, That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing.
1: I feel like when Twitter is uh, maybe subpoenaed because of the fact that they took money from like white supremacist interests or in order to uh, avoid taxation through government, very similar to Facebook, this might be like their equivalent of Meta. I was you know,
3: going like, to say yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah you,
1: you, you basically committed some like, you know, some acts that you kind of facilitated and enabled treason Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I don't live in the real world, you know, metaverse. Yeah. So <laughs> I, would, I would love to turn myself in, but I'm a, I'm a citizen of the metaverse, and so I can't be there physically. <laughs> but if you could imagine that there will be courtrooms <laughs> and judicial systems in Meta one day, if you bear with me, exactly. Adi, Sade. <laughs> um
2: yeah, I think I i I think for my main business, like my rent management company, I don't think I'll ever step down. Um, just because it's like my baby, and yeah, I would. Uh, I think that the legacy of it, but maybe other businesses though, or other businesses I, I create in the future and stuff. Like, but I do really, really, really strongly believe in black ownership. Do you know what I mean? And I think like that that's an issue sometimes with black black brands or, that we we love where well, they get to a certain point, and then they're sold, you know, and they're kind of like out of our community, out of our hands and stuff. And it's it kind of affects us because there's not as many. Um, do you know what I mean? So I think like, yeah, it would be great to have, if there was no, obviously, if we didn't pay tax, that'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't see, I, don't,
1: I don't see why we can't enjoy a global status as your average Emirati does in in Dubai. Yeah. For, for me, it makes sense. It makes mm.
0: sense. But they weren't, that sense isn't, isn't the way forward of keeping us down. Um, let's get the comments and move on to next. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I've just said. Okay, I'm just going to go with Money Money. B Udan says, Epstein Maxwell's case is possibly why he is told to step down again. A lot of the tech guys are being linked to private island visits. Second time he's stepping down. I'll oh, say so he's done this before. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's jumping before he gets pushed. There you go. It could be, it could be. Uncle Dane. Oh, sorry, sorry, heard? can I just say one, oh, one thing about the Epstein um, case here, because uh, mm. I, I follow lots of different conspiracy accounts, and because it's um, <laughs> in the Supreme Court, they, they're they not allowed to have cameras in there, so there was a way for journalists mm. to listen, and you could call up and you would be on a, a Live Link line and, and hear what was going on in the court. The mm. line was not working yesterday. So nobody wow. was able to listen to the court proceedings. I haven't been back on the account today, but Why? yesterday nobody could hear what was going <coughs> on in court. They're yesterday. not going to let us know the truth. They're not. Not know it and live. Yeah. <laughs> yesterday was the day that she was telling them about Andrew allegedly. right
1: yes. Why allegedly?
0: Oh, of course, <laughs> it will not work and
1: that's why William's like,
0: yeah, yeah, they're Africans. the Africans.
1: That's why
3: really. yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> these Africans. They like sex. Always having the sex, and that's the thing. They're always, <laughs> you know, these these Africans are quite randy. If you will, not... what, my uncle, you know, one might say, my uncle's randy, but these Africans are. Some of them have <laughs> upwards of five
3: children. <laughs> exactly. I
0: mean, just that. what his grandma had. She's had quite Five. a lot of kids. She's yeah, had kids. a lot of kids.
3: In family, isn't it? Yeah, they have kids.
0: They be having kids. They be, they be having, having kids. kids. What's going yeah. with hi, their hi, cousins? Hi, hi. Come on, guys. <laughs> Uncle David, <Derek, laughs> what's your story? That's um, story. not a that's, um, uh, that's,
1: that's factual. That's uh, factual. I don't want to have another um, another morose story here, but um, I I just saw the tragedy of at least twenty-seven men, women, and children that were in a boat that capsized in an attempt uh, for refugees to try and cross the channel over to the UK. And for me, it's like, I really, um, it's mad that we are now back at this point after a pandemic where people are still risking their lives and that of their family to cross over. And yet people, it, I don't understand how people don't make the link whereby your country makes money from selling weapons and then people have to seek asylum because their countries are in the midst of war and people can't link the two. If you're someone who has a problem with, mass immigration through asylum seekers then your government should stop selling implements of war that create the needs the conditions needed for asylum in the first place so i just want to ask the aunties like are they, do you think people really clock how serious this issue is because i really feel like people don't understand that people are jumping on boats to kind of cross over and travel all the way down from africa all the way through north africa and france for safety like i don't think people understand this this tap ain't turning off you know so I just want to get your thoughts on uh, it.
0: Right I think we would know how serious it is because it's it's never ending. But we're I, I think it's just like, how do you stop it? And this whole, um, you know, the promised land over in the west is. And what's interesting to me is like, what what isn't getting back? To, I mean, actually, no, that's, I'm not even going to say that. I'm not actually going to say that. The world has been kept destabilized, isn't it? Because the one yeah. percent stay rich. Like my thing is always, why does the 1% want the world so destabilised? Because what is the, what have they seen that having a happy world where every country is stable, every continent is fine. What is, what is wrong with that? That's what I... Well, really the first
1: thing is that. in a world of Pax Humana and Harmony is that people don't need so much fucking money. Yeah.
0: But that's the thing. Like, so what's, I mean...
1: And then that means that the they thing have thing. no leverage, their power. That's the thing. All like,
0: yeah, but all again, even concerned. still what's the big deal because power okay power is power is power but you are all governing over sadness and you lot are in your little, little party where you're laughing wah, 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 wah. i've got so much money wah, 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 wah. but your house in dis- is disarray you've got kids that are in court every minute you've got incest you've got alleged all over the place every minute people's coming through they're not happy rich yeah, people but, the they,
1: but they feel if we can convince happy. people if we can convince people that what we have is what to be coveted then we will always be respected because for the enlightened oh, people, no, but no, what they, they, so
0: don't want, like... they don't want that.
1: That's the, they know they're not happy, but it's if I can control the happiness outside of me, then I can still regain some control in the same way that like anorexics, they're not fat and they're not hungry, but it's I can't control any other aspects of my life other than what I eat, so I will hurt myself accordingly and hurt people around me. And people in the one percent are the same that they realize that there's nothing but equality in death, and that if people like the most of the laity worship the idea of money and materialism, then they hold power. Remember, money only has the power that we give it. Which is, is yeah.
0: This is all well and true. But like Mm. I said, I'm still stuck. And no matter logic we apply to it, why do you want a world that's in disarray? Because the whole thing with like, my world, my homeland is so disgusting that I'm going to get on a boat with my family, sometimes babies, children, and risk going across a whole body mass of water or crick up in a plane, not necessarily knowing, knowing I might not make it, i'll h- hitch up in the heat of the wheel of a plane or something and hope for the best rather than stay at home because my, my my hometown is being bombed i can't feed my family all these type of things and this is i don't i, I i'm just at a loss i am at a loss for a lot of things in the state because you
1: remember if you live in a gated community surrounded by private security where you know you have water features and marble floors and <laughs> you don't see this shit
0: but you that's not to... true, though, because you do see, you just turn a blind Okay. I, I mean, I get it. You're providing logic. No, I I'm talking, I'm talking
1: yes. from the perspective yes. of us, but I mean, it's like. You know, I get when, it. When we, when, we, when we consider the 1%, you know, even when I talk to people in discussion about like the phenomenon of white or European supremacy as it exists, in these countries, which are the economic leaders, they are the most medicated people in the world, the people mm-hmm. that are the, most, the biggest recipients of um, psychiatric uh, help, as well as cosmetic surgery which yeah. means whatever they've been telling the rest of the world about what to aspire to those who live in close proximity to that dream or the spell, whatever you refer to it as they aren't happy. Yeah. But then by the same token, what we have to understand is that if we're trying to pursue a level of happiness or personal or spiritual contentment, one of the things you don't need when you achieve that is you don't need external material things. You don't need to chase any highs. If you have a state of balance or happiness That's- within yourselves, which means if you're somebody who is able to make money, from people who feel angry or inferior to other people which is basically the basis for all war or civil conflict for example you can't make money that way there are people whose money is invested in division capitalism requires revenue streams and revenue streams require individualism when you have a family together you all eat from the same pot if you are single you have to go five different people are going to five different restaurants that means that someone's making money from that so really what it all comes down to I believe is that there are people who have commercial interests in doing this like the uk sells weapons and armaments and torture implements to despotic regimes these create the wars people from syria who historically would have lived the same middle class or the same upper working class status as their english contemporaries or peers that all gets turned upside down because that's the place where russia china america and england decided to have a proxy war So a proxy war means that you're selling weapons. Like, for every uh, um, one missile, yeah, is like 26 million for a missile. That's how much you're paying for something you know you're never getting back if it works properly. (laughs) Imagine. That's how you have to imagine the the level to somebody. So you need to then create an entire uh, consciousness of apathy, material um, uh, aspirations. Because if you keep everyone over here thinking they need to buy stuff and treading water financially... They don't stop to think about how people are suffering. It's like you've got to think of it on a smaller scale. It's like people don't like looking at homeless people because it reminds them that they're not too far from that themselves. And it reminds yeah. them that this idea of capitalism and aspiration fails many people. And the more homeless people that show up, the, the government tried to put a ban on it by doing stuff like putting spikes on benches and putting spikes on things like that. But what they can't stand the flow of, whether or not we want to accept it, is that there is a humanitarian... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically there is a human, humanitarian byproduct of capitalism in that for example you see how cars are getting closer to being driverless well think yeah. about how I many uber drivers are going to be at the job once that happens so this is the thing <laughs> we're just we're just closely i believe getting close to this apex point whereby we have to work out how we're going to coexist alongside industrialization and artificial intelligence and automation as human beings what is it like who knows what a job is going to mean in just 35 years you already talk yeah. to an automated bank. You can already have driverless cars. You can already interact with your McDonald's by just pressing buttons and not have any contact. Places like Japan and stuff like that, you can have a meal where you don't have any human contact whatsoever. That also provides a higher margin for people that are in charge of these kind of companies, as well as outsourcing. So it's just a matter of time, really. This is it's, it's, it's so yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: That's I, why I, I just to say, want to go back to um, the the actual asylum seekers. What puzzles me, and maybe you guys can shed some light on this as well, is the amount of normal people—I'd call them normal, working-class, middle-class people—who really are like, "Why are they coming over here?" Like the lack of empathy to somebody else's struggle that they would actually like be picking up their whole family and traveling against waters, and and would actually back policies to not help these people, like I. I that boggles my mind that you have human beings that are really okay with watching other humans suffer and, and the level of empathy that seems to just be like trickling away that we, you can just allow suffering to happen all around the world. And as long as it isn't on my doorstep, it doesn't affect, it's not going to affect me, but eventually it will come to your doorstep because the way the world is going, Mm -hmm. once they do have automated labor forces, Lots of people, how are you going to eat? If we don't actually really hold on to the NHS or lobby for some type of universal credit so that everybody is getting paid a living wage, how are you going to survive when you don't have any skills? You don't know how to fix a car, you don't know how to cook, you don't know how to garden, you don't know how to grow anything, you don't know how to build a house. Like, really, what's going to happen? And you're thinking it's far away, but it's really close. It boggles my mind at how humans are allowing this to take place well humans yeah i I was just going to say that i think as well the problem is again it comes down to the information that a lot of people are receiving if you think about it the information that middle england received is not factual it isn't what was brexit what was brexit all about what they thought they were getting was not what they got It's you know we're It's not what we got at all. The fact that there wasn't any petrol, and not because there wasn't any petrol to be delivered, it was just that there was no one able to deliver the petrol. Why is that? People don't receive the right amount of information because the people with the information are holding it close to their chest for financial gain. That's what Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. about. Unfortunately, Uh so I was just going to say, unfortunately, they they won't empathise with people who are leaving their countries for the hope of a better life against war and hunger and poverty because they don't see it they they just think oh you're coming here to take our jobs or some nonsense like that they don't Mm -hmm. see it
2: yeah no i I agree i think um it's just trading on fear isn't it and i think it kind of like really really like there's one like ignoring it um and then there's like if you come here, what's gonna happen to me? Because if you're already near the poverty line, for example, or you can see that your bills are going up or you might not be able to pay for your energy bill, then you're gonna see that anyone new coming in could be a direct threat to your potential livelihood or the livelihood of your offspring or whatever kind of thing. So it's just like it's just that whole fear-based, like fear mongering, moral panic, like like constantly. And I don't think I I don't think um I've, like, in my whole existence, I've ever seen any campaign where immigration is is has been seen as a good thing, whether it's ever been talked about as a positive thing, really and truly, it's never, like, my whole entire life. You know, and it, what really does upset me is, like, Black people, when they're, like anti immigration stuff and it's just like your parents are fucking immigrants like what's wrong with you like do you not understand do you not understand this you like not understand. Not trying to give yeah. it like special names like it's just <laughs> they immigrated here that's what they did they yeah. may not have been you know running away from a direct conflict but they came here for yeah. a better life just like these people are doing and it is just like you're saying understanding like the lack of empathy like generally I think we're just constantly like desensitized the whole time it's just like like let me just look after mine, you know, that's it. Like let, let me just look after myself and just really be disassociated with those people. It's a it's a damn shame, man. But I think this government in particular is Oh, they're they're the worst at it, man. They don't give a shit. They
0: really don't. Let's go. Oh, i was, I'm sorry, I was go just on. gonna say one thing. Well, if you think about Preeti Patel and the fact that she's yes. the person that stands up and talks about immigration all the time. I mean, yeah. But she is she is a direct descendant of immigrants. She's yeah. like first, second generation first generation, isn't she? Her mm-hmm. parents came here, That's and amazing. she's going to stand up and talk about immigration. So if you've got someone like that talking about immigration, they're going to be like, well. She doesn't even think that they need to come here, so they don't need to come here. Exactly. They're gonna, you know that's the problem. What well, did you yeah. call it, Auntie AK? The devil
2: shepherd, shepherd for the devil. Shepherd for the devil. Shepherd. Shepherd for the devil.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm think. I think. I don't think that that term is fair. I think that's uh, shepherd. I, I mean, I, whore of the devil would be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Because I mean, she gets paid,
1: though, and then she fellates white supremacy, so that's why I said that.
0: okay. Oh, all right. that's Shepherd. quite accurate. You know what? That's accurate. Yeah, I quite oh, like that. For me, just quickly, it's just the, the fact that you've got the French Babylonian
1: bed wench, if you will.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <The> French <laughs> president, you've got Boris <laughs> Johnson, you've got Westerners discussing the problem of immigration when they cause the problem of immigration. Yeah. yeah. Off, of that's the bit as well, man. Let's get the comments, please, before we move on. Okay. Um... Right, so Ni Adate says, I think the immigration issue is too uncomfortable. Add to that, it's people that don't look like British people. It's easier for regular folk to disassociate. And Nicola says, Auntie AK, I feel your pain. Some people do not do like misery. What are you what are you what you are frustrated at is the Fixed mindset which believes in limited resources. Or if one person wins, then it's their loss. Or it does not make sense, but in their world, one person's success is less success available for another. Yeah, basically. All right, we could get into this forever and ever, but we've got to move on. Um two. Ding, ding, ding. Do you know what I'm really stressed about? I've lost (sighs) my musical accompaniment. No, do you know what you did? you know what you did with your musical accompaniment? Do you not remember what you did with it? What did she do? You wrapped it up in cling film and you put it in my daughter's belongings after uh. she was with you. That's what you did with it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's
0: what you did, you but, you know what? but you <laughs> know, you know what? You live again, exactly. <laughs> you no did me a favour. No, my love, I've got two, I actually no. want two, so that's actually a gift, but we need to try go back, but come on, let's keep on going. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, because I'm packing, there's everything's everywhere, so I can't find it. So, haha, that was a gift to my goddaughter, so. so now it's time for aunties get in your business, aunties get in your business, aunties get in your business, get in your business. we get in your business. Auntie's so getting. i
1: dancing, it. and this must be. This is a much more ominous section than I think it is. And I'm like, yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 Actually, dancing, but it goes downhill from here, down. Auntie's yeah. getting your business. Remember how you.
1: I was happy and jovial at this section.
0: Yeah, until now. Mm. And with got special guest, Mr. Dan Baptiste. Auntie Nana, take it away. Okay, all right. So we are just gonna jump in at the deep end and get really <laughs> to what everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm, this is this mm-hmm. is why everyone's tuned in this week. They want to know because we spoke mm-hmm. about you last week, mm-hmm. what happened between you and White Yardy. In your own words, we just want a, mm-hmm. a quick summary of what went down and also okay. why you didn't talk on the show.
1: Okay, cool. Um, so the quick timeline is uh some time around April of this year, uh volcano in St. Vincent erupted um, and uh, just obviously led to a natural disaster from where there were evacuees and there was a lot of support required for St. Vincent. Now some of my family are from St. Vincent obviously because it's very adjacent to Grenada Um, and so within my family WhatsApp group sort of this information came up and so I in turn went and bought supplies for macro so I got a macro card not bragging just saying a couple (laughs) supplies and then another comic friend of mine uh Chrissy Charles who uh, his family is also from St. Vincent we're also running a, uh, relief effort. So I donated that way as well. And, um, yeah, I left it at that because, you know, as I'm sure you're all aware, it is very bad form for you to talk about your donations or your charitable work, because the idea of altruism is that you don't do it for attention. So yeah. I did what needed to be done also. And I, I want to give everyone this kind of context so you can understand my mindset. Is that like following a pandemic, it would be remiss of me to ask anybody, particularly anybody of Caribbean descent to part with their money. When we are already predisposed to have the most risk of contracting covid would have had lost loved ones and also because we are so overrepresented in uh, skilled labor and uh menial jobs it would probably be a bit rich for me to go on my social media and be like you don't need to start donating money because you're from the small islands and what have you what have you what have you so that was that then a uh video finds its way in front of me where white yardie had apparently also been involved in a relief effort. decided to go in his car and rant expletives about how angry he is about the actions of well just black caribbean comedians not black caribbean athletes or black caribbean entertainers or business owners or industrialists or members of the clergy just three black comedians who incidentally all were on tv in the same year so i had done famous the year previous which came out in um the start of 2021 judy love was involved on loose women and mo being on his show um which is weird because he was also alongside big nasty who was not mentioned in this rant and so uh White Hardy took it upon himself to before before messaging me or having the conversation or inquiring into if i'd be interested in a relief effort decided to go into his car go on to his instagram live and call out myself and judy love and mo and question whether we are actual caribbeans and our heritage and if we care about what happens in the caribbean Going further to cite the fact that I also had stories on my social media about Baghdad and Japan and the Caribbean and the Black Lives Matter, but not St. Vincent, Even though people in St. Vincent are Black. Although I imagine, like in Jamaica, some of them are white too, but they weren't mentioned. And so after this, I imagine, uh, after this, I was contacted by several uh, members of the uh, Blacks comedy community who assured me that they are more than aware of my work and that there's no need to respond to this. Uh, following some kind of backlash that white Yardie got he went on his former podcast chalk and cheese which he used to uh, have with Kane Brown the comedian Dizzle and um, I believe Christopher Savage and decided to double down despite the fact that he had the facts that I had donated and um, apologized to Judy and decided to double down uh, and again I, I mean for lack of a better word falsely accuse me of not representing my community and not using my platform to discuss Caribbean issues which I think if anybody's been aware of my work over the course of a decade I probably would argue that I'm maybe one of the most vocal black comedians in this entire country when it comes to issues that affect my community and have mm. had no qualms about speaking to people in the public eye which is why I am blocked by Piers Morgan among many people and <laughs> Alan Sugar and I got blocked by Piers Morgan because I said to him I don't know why you're saying we because you don't care about Anthony Joshua when when he loses he's Nigerian and then told alan sugar he can fuck himself after he likened the senegalese football team to selling bags on the beach yeah. Yeah. so yeah and, and just you know like i said most people who know my work will know that what i do um so because he decided to double down uh, in protest and discussed his friends kane brown and dizzle and char and um christopher savage they all um walked off his show so they ended the podcast because they weren't prepared to continue to allow him to lie because oh, of the wow. making it about me, so that's the reason why chalk and cheese is no longer a podcast and you can anyone who doesn't believe me can check the timelines that podcast stopped in april when he's decided to open his mouth and tell lies about me okay. um but you know given that he is somewhat i guess so given that he put this on his social media which also i need to point out as well is quite strange that he would call me out because he never he didn't at me so he didn't at me he just mentioned my name and it found my way through my family and this going this clip going viral so he didn't actually at me to actually draw my attention to the fact that he thinks i should support my community didn't message me in my dms or send me any messages or message my management or any representation to ask about it just decided to get in his car and presume because he hadn't heard anything but i just think it's very strange that the only people he called out are the other three black british comedians that are on tv anyway yeah. i digressed so m- naturally he's uh, obviously rabble roused his fans and with his false implications um and then i did find myself added by fans who were like you don't do this and you people need to do better for the community to which i responded if you feel i don't represent my community you can suck your mom and so can white Yardie." Uh, again this is all in april i want everyone to know this is all in april 2021 six months ago so yeah. then he came to my dms and went suck your mom yet, suck my mum, yeah and i said no let me rephrase that suck your white mom because you're a white man and even though you might be a jamaican you are still a white man and my life and your life are very different where so far it goes in this country. So by that token, you are in no position to tell me how I need to conduct or express myself as a Caribbean because you are a white man living in the United Kingdom and at no point in my career have I ever questioned your Jamaican heritage or identity nor told you how you should conduct yourself and I would ask for at least have the respect to either check your facts or at least leave my name out of your mouth because I have never took it upon myself to tell any other human being or artists, how they should conduct themselves in this industry, despite whatever misgivings I may have. I don't agree with what everybody does, but it's not my place to tell anybody, particularly after a pandemic, where most live performers have not been able to work for the course of the course of 18 months. Yeah. So that was my position. You can suck your white mom because however you feel, you're still a white man and I'm a black Caribbean. So our lives are not the same. That was in April. Fast forward to a few weeks ago when I appeared on The Apologetic Show, And the producers told me that White Yardie would also be appearing on the show. So I made a point of principle and told them why I have no time for this guy. And I'm not particularly fond of him as a person because of him disrespecting me without any warrant or provocation. So when the show began, as a regular panellist, I sat in the show. White Yardie knew where I was. He stayed upstairs the whole time. The address is uh, Miller garage. It's in, it's in Clapton, it's E5. You can ask anybody that was there you can speak to cardiff productions because that's the production company that made it and they can tell you they, he stood upstairs the entire time there was no point in which he came face to face to me to question or reprimand me for my comments about attending to suck his mom so when he came onto the show for the segment i sat by myself and zizi turned and said is there going to be an issue to which he responded i'm a grown man so i rolled my eyes and continued to say nothing so the section happened i said nothing and anybody who's watched the show will know when i'm asked about his heritage i say I do agree with white yardie he is jamaican but your nationality is very different to your racial identity and i said it's interesting that you can be referred to as a white yardie and you won't be questioned and yet black people who have been born and raised here will still be in a situation whereby they still have to preface their national identity by saying they are black caribbean before they say they're black british and if you don't believe me anybody you can look at any fucking application form and that will tell you where you stand so that's why i remain silent so after the show Oh, and also during the show, before the, the filming began, it, White Yardy is a long time friend of Yinka Bokini and her family. So through the, uh, I guess through the uh, merit of him being involved in entertainment and her being involved in entertainment, she's known him for 15 years. So Yinka actually assured that he's a friend and apparently he's called zz too. What followed that was a doctored clip that was released online, which uh, inferred that everybody was attacking White Yardy for his heritage. I don't know how I ended up because I didn't say a word during the entire well. time he was there. And that resulted in backlash uh, and his fans and other equally angry white working class white people in Jamaicans doxing um, Nicholas uh, who appeared on the show uh, as well as Yinka and Zizi. And strangely, at no point did White Yadi correct his fans or address anybody and let them know that Yinka was his friend and a family friend over 15 years. And despite his Caribbean heritage, was happy to watch two young black women get lambasted on the internet for something that didn't even happen. And then i sat there saying nothing and one of his fans commented why is he not saying anything to which persian rapper from margate mike righteous replied because i must be a pussy to which i replied i know that a backpack rapper from margate of persian origin isn't talking about my caribbean heritage <laughs> and that ended there um and then q the last week or so where uh white id went on to create a fake uh, image or a photoshopped image of the dms that we exchanged we had in april and lied to his fans and to the rest of social media implying as if that was an exchange that took place after the show when what happened oh. was it happened back in April and White Yardy has blocked me and so I'm not able to get all of the DMs to prove that the exchange had been also been courteous prior to me being on TV as far back as 2018 when I'd approached him about appearing on something for the BBC but the point is that he basically doctored these messages and made it appear as if I had messaged him directly after the show as opposed to saying nothing to him at the time when in fact the only correspondence I'd had with him ended in April so essentially what you've seen over the last week is the result of a man who has created a false video about Yinka and Zizi attacking him about his Jamaican heritage where I said nothing which some of his fans still haven't managed to work out that I did not talk nor question his Jamaican heritage so once again if you are one of these people watch the episode you fucking idiot and then come back to me because half of you didn't watch the episode and so and so yeah the uh, uh so then yeah the last week of mine has been people attacking me for being like how dare you say that someone isn't of uh jamaican heritage because they're white and i was like but i didn't say that And they're like how fucking dare you and i'm like but i didn't say it i didn't say a word on the show um and then a lot of people have tried to give me the moral conundrum of if someone said suck your black mom what would happen then and i'd be like just another day being a black person in england have we forgotten the euros already exactly What's what's going on? What's going on here? The, the prime minister of this country called black people pickaninnies, and you're worried about me saying suck my black this and suck my black dad. Also, also, <laughs> I'm more than aware that if he is Jamaican, which I am sure he definitely is, that is not a problem and not something I would challenge. But it is himself that has called himself white yardie. Yardi. So why are you offended if I say suck your white mum when that is factual? Because <laughs> you never called yourself a yardie or yourself Harry the Jamaican or Harry George or Harry the Yardie, you said white Yardie. So you are aware that putting white in front of it gives it a distinction because any Jamaican who has lived in this country will know that the term Yardie has never been associated with something positive. And in Mm -hmm. fact, a lot of anti-black legislation such as Operation Trident and Search Stop and Search are all predicated on these terms like Yardie. And if anybody had paid attention to mainstream media back in the early noughties and the late nineties, even black men involved in 419 scams would be referred to as Yardies. Yeah so that's very sorry so that's what's happened basically so i'm more than prepared to field any questions anybody may have including the chat now
2: okay i have two questions yeah one my first question is in this kind of like whole world of like cancel culture Mm -hmm. do you think that that the apology that you made did you think that's the thing that you would apologize for like because you do say some quite controversial things and did you did you think that would be it and then my other question is around the suck your white mum comment like do you do you kind of accept that that is comes across quite rude was that your intention is something I don't want to put words oh, in your so mouth was as, that as, your intention and do you do you see why people um j- kind of jump to defend that basically or get involved in that okay
1: so the first answer to your first question is that the explanation I gave online was because of the fact that the exchange that has been presented to people at large is faked so i was just giving an explanation as to why it appears that I said suck him up to him after the show when in fact I was following an exchange where he initially attacked me with no provocation in April so mm-hmm. that's the response there and the explanation is just to let people know that there was no exchange between me and white yardie he didn't say a word to me he sat there didn't make any eye contact didn't say anything didn't even screw up his face at me and he's the jamaican that was told to suck his mum now i know yardies well enough or black yardies that if i told them to suck their mum and they saw me on the floor of a TV show it'd be he's on, on
3: site. Yes. it'd be on site
1: so there you go so i guess it's very different when you're a white yardie and you get told to suck your mum <laughs> because black yardies wouldn't have that would they So Uh, your second question is, do you understand why people think it's wild? Yes, because I'm a comedian and I say wild things. So when people say stuff to me like, what if someone said, suck your black mom, what would you say? I would say, well, at least her pussy would be seasoned unlike your mom's pussy.
3: And- okay, next Christian.
1: A- <clears throat> <throat> <throat> and you know why? Because I'm a comedian and comedians say wild shit. And if you're a comedian and you can't handle wild shit being said to you, then you don't need to be a comedian, do you? Because whatever white yardics has been offended by, I've had my life threatened on social media since I was on Twitter. So if you've been told to suck your mum is a problem, I've been told to be I'm gonna be murdered and exterminated and killed, and my family will be killed by white supremacists all the time. You know what I didn't do? Make a video being like attack them on my behalf. Yeah. So, if your issue is being told something mean is too hard for you to enjoy as a comedian, this might not be the job for you. Let's and his mum's mom. white, so <laughs> I don't understand. I didn't say suck your mum because she's white. I said suck your mum, suck your white mum.
0: Let's go back to the beginning, Auntie Nana. Let's talk about. Let's ask the first question after that. <laughs> I feel, like, I feel like there might be other questions. There will be, oh, but let's go no. back Uncle Dane's got to go soon as well. So let's go back yeah. to getting the facts. Because people actually don't know who he is. Go on, Auntie and now, guys, oh, if okay. you have
2: questions in the comments as well, please. Yeah, feel okay, free, please. please.
0: Okay, so um, I guess my first question, just so that you can introduce yourself, is <laughs> tell, us in, tell us in your own words what you're known for. What do you do? <laughs> Other than telling people you. to suck their mums. Uh, I mean,
1: this doesn't happen often. I mean, that would be a lie. It probably does happen very often. Um, I'm a stand-up comedian, a comedy writer, and occasional actor, and podcaster. Uh, yeah, and then when I'm not doing that, just being a very nice human being. <laughs>
2: That's a shadow. Um, <laughs> what, what do you want the world to know about you? Hmm? You, that I'm,
1: you? I'm a nice person, but unless you are my parents and you want to question my identity, then you can suck your mum. i want the whole world to know that i would never tell any other human being on earth how they should express themselves and actually assume that identity that is a a particularly sensitive notion when you Mm -hmm. consider that we are in the midst of still trying to ascertain and understand our own identity as members of diaspora or Mm afro-caribbeans or as black people so we are always still wrestling with our nomenclature and how we regard one another anyway we're also trying to break free of transgenerational traumas whereby we associate negative or we excuse negative behaviors associated with our race so by that token i always make it a point of principle that i have never told anyone who would identify particularly as caribbean how that should be done Mm. and so by that same token i think anybody who identifies as caribbean and i would assume is for the common pursuit of realizing more opportunities for all members of the diaspora whether they are from continental africans or caribbeans would understand that what we need to show publicly at all times is solidarity. So even if White felt like I wasn't representing, or I wasn't posting stuff, even though I was, he could have very easily questioned me and been like, Dane, this is what's going on in St. Vincent. I beg man, just post something in that because you've got a good platform. And I would have been like, I couldn't be happier to help you, bro. Let me know what you need and I will be there. So that's what I want the world to know because, and and, and by the same token then, I'm saying if we're going to be calling people out, or the year before that, I, I raised £40,000 for the ACLT. Mm-hmm. I didn't see no one jump wow. in their car, start crying over that. And I'm not bringing it up to say that I'm a good person or that this should qualify me as a good person. I'm just saying that if we're going to critique the losses, can we celebrate the wins as well with the same energy, yeah. please?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Speaking uh, of celebrating wins, am I not next? No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Why not? No, you're not. Oh, sorry, I feel like I had a question. <laughs> My question kind of leads in, though, still. Okay, well... No, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean
1: I I I I don't want to uh show Grenadian bias, but I'm saying a fellow countryman may have a very burning question right now. I, I'm
0: uh, I know you put me on the so. spot, but I'm just I was literally just gonna say, because you were talking about celebrating wins and stuff like that, I was gonna say I think it does, what yeah. is your highlight? What would be on your highlight reel?
1: Uh work wise.
0: Yeah. Likewise, you know what whatever you feel is like a, a, a something you've done that you feel was a great achievement for you um just, be I, on that I mean I,
1: i'm know? i've you know just really i guess the pandemic slowed everything down so it was just reflected on the point i'm at a point in my life where i can just say that i do what i want with my life i have the career that i want and you know there's still work to do but i am one of the lucky people on earth to say that can say that they do what they love for a living and that's the biggest win really i think by having that it frees me up uh in so many other ways egotistically and you know i don't and i've always wanted to be when i have kids be able to tell my children uh, earnestly to chase dreams and stuff like that and be living proof of that and lead by example so i can actually yeah so i guess the biggest win is that i can i do what i love with my life in it so it's, it's, okay. it's a rarity
0: go on, Auntie Nana. No, yeah. no it's your question now no, you go next and i'll go after it's okay fine. All right. All right. So what would be on your blue peril then? What would you delete from your life so far?
1: Getting drawn out by this, by White Yardy (laughs) most recently and and, and entertaining the people that support him. But at the same time, you know, I genuinely believe, I understand where they're coming from. And in terms of the fact that I understand why they have the mentality they have. And Mm. I believe that's a part of a much larger conversation because even if White Yardy's fans are watching and listening, that's absolutely fine. And if you are a fan of White Yardy, that's absolutely fine too. But ask yourself this, if I went on stage and called myself Black Britain, how would I be received yeah. by both British and Caribbean people alike?
0: You're literally saying what we said last week. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's exactly what we said. It's, it's not funny because so much... a, a lot of
1: people were, there was a lot of inference by White Yardie fans and they only performs for white audiences and Dana only does stuff for black, doesn't really perform for black people. And even certain musicians and stuff are being like, oh, that's a really posh, suck your mum by likening my uh, articulation or enunciation to whiteness. Which um. I thought was a shame because I saw that same grime artist wearing a purple spandex suit in a video once, and I never said anything to him. So I think that's quite sad. And again, I would never, and I'm not I'm not saying that to ridicule that person. I'm saying I would never question another Caribbean person's form of expression if ultimately the goal is for that person to be better at expressing themselves and push for more opportunities and for more creative horizons for Caribbeans as a whole. So I felt kind of bad that man went at me like that. But same well, like idea.
0: Because I, okay. I was going to say, so I was going to say that, I think last week I had said that, how would White Yardie play, because does White Yardie? can White Yardy play to white audiences? No, he because, can't. Exactly. No, exactly. Because if, 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 if,
1: if he could, I imagine yeah. he would have been able to do that by now, like you see someone yeah. like Mo Gilligan does or I myself does. What yeah. I also find strange is that, you know, I admire the fact that he seems so in tune with the issues that are happening in the Caribbean. I find it very strange given the fact that David Cameron pledged to not only build but fill a prison in jamaica no, in no, no. 2016 which has now turned into some deportations where only four percent of the people that were deported in the windrush scandal have received compensation yeah. and people continue to die in absentia yeah. i'm just saying yeah. if i was jamaican that would piss me off yeah if my fellow countrymen were being deported from this country when we all came here like i did to work hard and have a life over here. And people started kidnapping members of my family and my friends and sending them back home. And their aunts and their uncles and their grandfathers and their grandmothers were getting sent home. If I was Jamaican, I'd be upset about that. But it is not my place to tell any Jamaican how they should express themselves anymore than when the SARS tragedy was happening in Nigeria, for me to go in my car and go, some of you Nigerian comedians need to start doing something because right. you're not using your... It's not my place to tell any other human being how they choose to express themselves. Right. And if you do want to lead activism, lead by example.
2: Yeah. You and know, equally
0: with that, I suppose like the thing is people, it's like you said originally, just because people don't see you doing anything doesn't mean that you're you're not doing anything. A lot of people give to charity and they are part of a lot of reputable and worthy causes, but they don't stand on top of a roof and sing and dance about well, it. There you go. But you even when they do, it's very,
1: but even when they do, it's very strange that Lenny Henry is also a Jamaican who runs an entire comic relief with the sole purpose of mm-hmm. providing relief to people mm. members of the diaspora that suffer. So if you're going to call me and say I have a platform on BBC, surely it would make sense to call one of the most yep. prolific Black British comedians from Jamaica yep. that has ever worked in this country as well as Richard yeah. Blackwood as well as the big nasty or even the rapper mist is from Birmingham but he's ethically from St Vincent. Vincent it seems very strange that you wouldn't actually call people actually from St Vincent to help out with this relief effort when they have much bigger platforms than I do and also deeper pockets I mean White Yardy himself has five times the followers I do online yeah surely it makes yeah. sense for him to have the platform rather than myself
2: yeah um, what do you, can I just ask quickly, just following mm-hmm. on from that, like, see the people who aren't necessarily his fans, but were just kind of like capping for him. Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about those people? Because it just seems, it seemed particularly strange to, to me, um, and I think to all of us, that like so many people were kind of like running to his aid. It just seemed bizarre.
1: Well, do you want to know the honest answer? I can give you yeah. the honest answer if you want. Alright, so yeah. really... First of all, what you have is that there are people who are online and there are a lot of people who may not be necessarily white, but maybe of dual heritage, or maybe are third or fourth generation who themselves struggle to be, uh, to find Caribbean culture accessible or be able to penetrate and find their place within a culture which they're supposed to be connected to. So White Ardy works as a very good, uh, I suppose, entry point for them to, uh, be immersed in Caribbean culture in a way that's very palatable in the same way that there are many people who go to huh? David Rodigan for their dance hall in this country or yeah. Tim Westwood for their rap music so there are a lot of people that identify with that particularly in a country where we are like maybe six percent of the population
0: mm-hmm. that's number
1: one number two like you know Jamaica has since uh you know gaining its independence to an extent has for a very long time really only has been very well inculcated into the normalcy of white figureheads for their community and for social change as far back as michael manley and edward siaga like despite the intensity of political unrest in jamaica at the forefront of it has always been non-black jamaicans in the same way that despite the fact that jamaicans do make a lot of noise about the multicultural nature of the society which is the same across the caribbean what we all are aware of is that the Poverty line in Jamaica is massively overrepresented by Black Jamaicans as opposed to yeah. anybody else.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but by that same token, being an industrialized nation and being a capitalist nation, it is very much taught to them that the closer you gravitate towards whiteness and European or Eurocentricity, the more successful you become. Hence, the normalcy of the use of skin bleach in places like that in Jamaica. So, when a man comes along who basically has an aesthetic which most people are used to, being a straight white man. But it's also able to mimic parts of black culture where well, everybody rejoices in the same way they would about a, a Takeshi 6ix9ine or the same way not, they would do Sam Smith or Adele. In. Well, his fans, his fans, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> same way that, you know, it uh, allows for black culture, which is typically seen as the most innovative and popular culture to be more penetrable to people that would otherwise find the more nuanced aspects of this culture to be obscured. Mm-hmm. But then by the same token on the others. So, yeah, that's why people cape for him. And also because of the fact that, like, by the token and by that same token where people feel enamoured by and validated by a straight white man mimicking their culture and mimicking their mannerisms, by me being enunciating words and appearing well spoken and articulate, these are uh, features which people have learned to associate with whiteness. So they're a lot more adverse to me. And that's also a after effect of the fact that historically, Caribbeans, majority Jamaicans, especially over here from Windrush onwards, have always enjo- have always had to endure a traumatic connection with academia. So if you've been rejected from schools for so many years, the idea of someone appearing academic is something you associate with your oppressor. So as a black person, if I talk well and I speak well, it makes me, I sound like I'm more white. Whereas if a white guy appears to be straight and white and working class but Caribbean, black people have been told that this is more akin to, these traits are more akin to who you are, whereas the traits that he displays are more akin to your oppressor. So this is why people will cape on his behalf. And i understand that you know but what i will say is that well, he doesn't ever speak to any white comedians that make 10 times the money i make and when you look at someone like john cleese who lives in the bahamas but was mm-hmm. remarked and quoted as saying that london is no longer a white place anymore because there's so many different people there again as a caribbean person <laughs> who has been embraced by black people as well as being embraced by caribbeans despite mm. being born in the uk I would have taken an umbrage for that and spoken on behalf of my community and told john please to go fuck himself no, no i did that he didn't do that i did that White i didn't do that <laughs> anytime any white person speaks badly about the caribbean they get it in their neck from me not from white yardie in the same way that even if white yardie supporters are listening now well it's been six months since the volcano went off are we to assume that all the evacuees have gone home back under safe again and don't require any more relief please let me know because i don't understand why he's not talking about it anymore because it got him so angry before that he got in a car and started calling my name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on to the Okay, wait a minute. Can I just double check? We have five minutes left to you said that you need to go. No,
1: I do need do to you
0: go. Need... Oh damn it, hell. No, much. I really
1: do need to. I want to stay, definitely. You know, okay, I'd, I'd so love to. To
0: move through the last two um, questions, quite a few questions quickly.
1: So right, let's say let's say I got I got like nine minutes. That's okay, cool. Okay.
0: okay. All right. So quickly, just to turn it a little bit to get onto a different topic. Um I've got where my question was okay everyone's got a bit of uncle or auntie in them what's your uncle trait
4: mm.
1: um i think it is yeah drunken outbursts
0: <laughs> not, that it, not,
1: not, not that it's not that it's fueled by alcohol but it's the kind of thing you'd say he must have been drunk to say that shit. as i'm sure there's more than enough evidence to suggest that <laughs> like what was then under the influence of when he told his brother to suck his mum is what everybody's
0: wondering that, so. uncle, that uncle there, Auntie Shaday, go to your one. Okay, and
2: so who in your family um, did you turn to for? Did you, did you turn to or do you turn to for advice? And what's the best piece of advice that you've been given?
1: Um, the person I turn to most frequently for advice would be my older sister, um, uh, and my dad. They're very similar in their personalities. They're quite stoic, and they can just basically tell me things how it is, which doesn't mean that they're rude or anything like that, but just very honest, and they can do that. Um, Almost quite logically, without too much emotion and agenda, mm-hmm. um, I think the best advice I've been given. I was, I think the advice that's probably at the forefront of my head right now, given what we were just discussing, was from a comedian called Mr C, who helped mentor me when I started doing comedy. And he Thank said you. before, Mr. before C. And Mr C, before said, before anything else, you have to be able to laugh at yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. And if
1: you because if you can't do that, then you have no right to stand up on stage and tell other people what's funny. Which is why I find it funny that just because, uh, how anyone who, like, I'm just saying, if you're Jamaican yet and you don't want people to say suck your mum, don't make songs about it then. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 about that's why I learned it from. That
1: it's fun, when, people say, when it's always the end, when I in a song, well, I learned. Uh, uh, and a lot of these people are gonna like this tune yet, because I know they're. Then we do it for. So when you see it and backbiters, put your school face and I'm on this tune, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: And that tune right. is
1: straight patwa, and I and I learnt that from Jamaicans. <laughs> they said, "You way see way. Hip, hypocrites and backbiters," and that's how I felt. <laughs> he was hypocritical, and he bit my back because he didn't even at me in his initial rant six months ago.
0: <laughs> um. I'm being serious. Look. We've got, this is going to be a hard one for us. Um, let us, look, you've got a choice. Let us solve your issue that you have, or we'll give you some unsolicited advice. What do you want um, from the answer? I would,
1: sorry about that, one second. I would like, oh, let's exercise. Mama's on the line. She's gonna hear me swearing, that's why.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> she
1: can hear me swearing.
3: <laughs> um,
1: uh, I would, I would like um, your advice. I would like to seek your sage advice.
0: Have you got an issue that you want us to solve, or you just want us to tell us about yourself? How can
1: I oh. re- How yeah. can I rebuild the rapport between me and some of the Jamaicans I may have offended when I told people to collectively suck their mums in a human centipede?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like you could take that back. No, no. Um, aunties, I could, <laughs> aunties. How could Uncle Dane? Repair his relationship with the angry. particular
1: contingent of Jamaicans because I mm-hmm. don't believe for Isn't because it again again because you know what yeah I'm just saying if Marcus Garvey was about and a man said white yardie how would Marcus Garvey feel about that Jamaicans that's it's, all I'm asking you that's all I'm asking you how would he feel about that
0: Aunties how do we solve a problem like Uncle Dane and his relationship <laughs> with Jamaicans some Jamaicans what, what I haven't done on this do? podcast is go. Jamaicans, I eat Jamaican
1: food all the time. Do you know, <laughs> my mum, sister, it's married Uncle to a
3: Jamaican. I like a bit Aki. of that, Aki. Aki. Aki.
1: I like a bit of it. I like a bit of it. You know, the other day I, I had a vegetable pasty. <laughs> it <That> was delicious. <laughs> in between some cocoa bread, weren't much chocolate in it though, but it was lovely nonetheless.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
0: now. Right, I went to right. the
1: podcast with Levi Roots. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh
0: wow. I Um, honestly, I think that type of black person, and I'm putting them under that bracket. It's a particular type of black person, and I think you described the um the mentality and phenomena that they fed into pretty well. I don't think um you're going to reach them, and I don't think you need to, because I think that they are slightly unreachable and they are going to find people within the space, whether it's White yardie or somebody else, that fulfils that short um, of another word, but that kind of ghetto mentality, and they are going to occupy that space. And it's
1: It's a white paternity complex, and I, and I understand yeah. exactly where it comes from. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's yes. a paternal complex, in the same way that, you know, it's not too far away from the idea that Caribbean, some Caribbean people think we still need the queen as a head of state.
0: Precisely that. Precisely yeah. that, and Africans have it too. It's like you, yeah. you, you, yeah. You've, you've submitted to they are better than, and mm. their their words are more legitimate, and their welfare and well being should be placed ahead of anybody else's. That they mm. feel comfortable is paramount, and that was the thing. Watching the show, I felt uncomfortable watching it. I literally was like, this is a really tense talk that they're having, and it it lacks something because there was that tension. Mm and there are other people that would be like instead of it being challenging which for me it was like this man needs to be challenged way more than he's being challenged other people would be like why are they challenging him because white comfortability means more to them than anything else if that yeah. it doesn't matter if black people are on the back foot it's mm-hmm. this white man needs to be needs to feel comfortable and that level of empathy that you'll extend to white yardie they are not going to extend it for a black person you or anybody else so it's just mm-hmm. like what can you do? You can't do anything to reach them, in my opinion.
1: I mean, I chose one thing to do, but I'm not sure if that was the right thing. But well, I feel fine. You with do. No, I, to... told, I told them what they can suck.
2: So I think, I think, yeah. I think, that you should drop a track <laughs> radio, professing your love for Jamaicans and Jamaican culture. <laughs> oh, you Auntie, yeah. I, Bob I, do know, Marley I, I will.
3: I do you know
1: what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put Tug of War on it. And then we'll see.
3: It was like, I it'll was
1: be Tug of war, say, collie oh buds, God, like and snow. Yeah, collie it'll be collie snow. buds starring snow, collie and buds what's that guy's and name? chet hanks. What's
0: that yes, guy's name? and what's you need the to name? then say you need to then say to them, Jamaicans are the best. Jamaica yes. is the best country in the Caribbean. Us small islanders are just in awe of your landmass, and we want to be oh, your land and mass. then it'll be fine. <laughs>
1: really all my, my ancestors have come and slapped me in my dreams auntie first <laughs> 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 <Run by
3: much. laughs> and if you in a, in, a, in a queue as
1: well i am i'm herman
3: baptiste
0: <laughs> 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 i, I, I was you one that run away first a damn thing you shouldn't have to do a damn thing but i definitely think a mm. nice reggae tune with white Artists like you know the guy from, from uh, what's it called UB40 definitely oh uh, simply red
2: guy uh, no yeah, simply no, red, red guy yeah McCallum as the well red
0: red wine remakes and really make it very good go like this oh actually I love white whitey yeah
1: yeah yeah I don't even mind it's a party in
0: the UK you can
2: even get that Peter Andre
3: from
1: the most Jamaican artist of the 20th century yeah Peter Andre yeah.
2: Be yeah, we your is what what Ed Sheeran is to
0: culture, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, we, I guess, we've got to go because it's now
1: four minutes. Past I feel coming. so bad. I am gonna have to go earn some of this money, <laughs> take a pause to um, for the cause. But this has been wonderful. Um, aunties, um, it's always a pleasure, man. You know, it's always family all the time. And do you know what? Can I, can I just do a shameless plug before I go?
4: Yes, um, thank you yeah.
1: for everyone listening to this sh- and, and watching on the stream as well. Um, I will be appearing again on Unapologetic on Thursday the 2nd of December, where we'll be discussing race and royalty and identity. Um, cool. Look out for it. It also stars um, um, Anton Ferdinand. Uh, Echo Eshon okay. will be on there as well. Inaya oh. Falarin will also to be on there. So, um, yeah, the conversations continue.
3: Oh, that would be a not... good one. Yeah, That's exactly. a look we out have for make... Dane's
1: comments on Kate Middleton. That's a little clue for you.
3: Oh, um, okay, yes. okay. Um, <laughs>
1: we're we're going to be doing this again good. in about two weeks Is so what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We'd we'll like yeah, no, to ask more wonderful. questions like, what did you do now, Dave? Yeah. Um, thank you, Uncle Dane. It's been wonderful. Thank, we you. Will thank you. Have Always you back again? Us. Most definitely. Nice Please stand.
1: do. I cannot wait.
0: Um, 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 can I just say, I, lo- I love I listening to your podcast. I just found it when we found out that you was coming onto the show, and I listened oh, to so five episodes today, and I really love what you're doing. It's like, it's right up my wavelength. I love it. It's brilliant. I was well, literally, well one of the questions I was going to ask you if we had more time was like, we coffee or your podcast, but next time Oh um, well, yeah
1: you know what in fact auntie Faz, please send in a question to the podcast and we'll actually we'll answer answer it on the episode as well and okay. what we'll do we'll do a flip in it you look come on my podcast yes, yes, that yes, please. Please. That yes. that. all right,
3: That'd That'd be be
1: right well, okay, it's always a pleasure you know i love you like cook food and uh, i'll see you guys soon thank you
0: everyone for well, listening well, as well bye. 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 bye all right so as okay that was wonderful it <laughs> was um, amazing Let's get into <laughs> that the was culture. Really good. Let's get in the cult for the culture. Um, where we get into what we're watching, we're wearing what we're chatting about. Oh, actually, wait, let's get the comments. Sorry, I didn't even get a chance to get all the comments. There were so much comments because we have to go You only do a yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. actually well, I won't I won't go through all of them. I'll do like the first lots that I get to. Okay, Iola. Said, well said, and big up to you, Uncle Dane, nothing controversial about you at all. You're simply speaking the truth and you were too real for most. The people who defend him are coons. Uh, Nia says, Dane's right, a lot of these folks aren't ready. And dare I say it, don't have the intellectual nuance to have that convo. And ZW said exactly, it. if he wasn't Jamaican, what would the material be? Who would the audience be? He doesn't have the range, and that is okay, but he could have sat this one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying um, to see if there's anything else pressing, if any of you see anything. Just lots of congratulating and laughing. Literally, I don't think I've laughed so much in the segment ever that we've done. have laughed a lot on this podcast, but yeah, he had me in stitches. That was hilarious. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and I think, J.D., you joined too late, so you missed the whole conversation. You better watch it back, Mr. J.D. Um yes. Okay, now it's time for for the culture, where we get into what we're watching, what we're wearing, what's going on in the culture, what's people chatting about. Um, and I actually don't know about this culture. Well, I've just seen it being added. Uh, so um, Copy mm-hmm. appeared. Copy is a, was it an it girl, an influencer, a very educated socialite mm-hmm. um, who got, we got more attention or more and to the DJ. We got to know a bit more about her on the um, Channel 4 show High Life, the reality show. Is it, High Life? it was High Life. Yeah um so she's, she's a funny eccentric young lady so apparently she appeared on three street co- shot what three shots of tequila and said she feels like she black women put it. too much pressure on black men for money mm-hmm. and so uh what do you guys think is this true oh and also other things to go with something on the shade bar someone called christine said a guy friend of mine asked me, what's a realistic budget to set aside for a girlfriend every month? And I couldn't give a figure. Another thing is justice filani Tion, when said he's going to- No, 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 the response, babe. Oh, the response <laughs> is that important, sorry. And the yeah. response to that question is, it depends on his income, but I'd say around 20% of his earnings. Say he makes 5K monthly, the one to 1.5K should be fine for the weekly dates and a small monthly gift. There's that. Also, we're, we're saying that possibly now, finally, the wonderful Lani Good is going to get her just desserts, where Tion Wayne said he's going to pay her debts, and also, this is Netflix, breaking news, this is breaking news, and <laughs> then Jesse Nelson, former Little Mix person, has been spotted. Little Mixed uh, sorry, Little Mix person spotted kissing Leanne for also Little Mix person's ex, Lucian Leavitts I don't understand. And the question is, why are you so obsessed with me? There's so much going on. Sorry, I, I'm not prepared for this bit. So, guys, <laughs> help me out here. Which one do you want to deal with first?
2: So okay. we can we just go to Lani first? Because okay. according to me Come on, like, do breaking, breaking news breaking news, Keon Wayne has just paid seven K to Lani goods. Oh wow. So he may have just paid the debt and like hopefully, hopefully Wasn't after it
0: eight years time. D- this nothing. is what she said. She said so it was eight K. Okay, hold on. Can we just give everyone who doesn't know about this whole situation a little overview, please? Right.
2: So Lani Good alleges that she was in some sort of relationship with Tion Wayne, this allegedly, and behind her back, he uh, paid for, purchased, A watch, a very well, on finance.
3: Watched, Yeah, finance basically bit. on
2: finance. And there's been a direct debit basically coming out of her account. And they kind of broke up, allegedly. And basically, she's been wanting her money back. He's blocked her, you know, kind of pushed pushed back from her. And she's basically come to the end of her tether and has done a series of what you can only describe as stunts to get his attention to make people and raise awareness about her cause in terms of getting uh, her money back. So this includes Christmas videos, she done a Halloween comedy skit, um, what it, photo shoots, <laughs> she's done it all basically. She's,
0: she's and, done three tell-alls, 3 tell-alls yes. story times about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, so, so basically, yeah, so, so now today he posed a, a video was posted of him saying, uh, oh, you know what, I'm just gonna pay it because she done, she got another, I think this week she got another, um, a request from the bailiffs and she was doing a video like, you know, very upset kind of thing and saying that this, this is what she has to deal with and this is like very real for her. So, you know, he's saying that, you know, he's gonna be the bigger person and pay it. He doesn't feel like he's done anything wrong. He did say in that video that she was never my girlfriend. Everything that happened was um, consensual and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, but now he's decided to pay it, so.
0: So what does this prove to everybody in the, in, in the room? Aunties, what does this prove? What advice can we give to people in this situation? What is it? What's the situation here? Who gets the advice, Tion or Lani? Both of them. Yeah. Both, both of them like need a, a, a talking to from, what I could piece together from what he said because he hasn't he hasn't spoken about it when she was doing everything he was always like oh who she is talking about me this was the first time yesterday that he did a video addressing it and he says that he did have consent to use her identity to get the Rolex watch on finance and she did pay the first sets of payments that came out and then they broke up properly. Like he was like, I'm not going to sleep with you anymore. And then it escalated, and then she was like stalking him, so he blocked her. And that to him, he's like, all right, so we broke up. That I guess that debt is yours or something because you said I could get this watch. She's decided no, I was only going to pay for it. This is his his version. I was only going to pay for it if we were together. More than anything, for any young female, it is like you have to be very, very clear with your identity your cards when he was asking for her card and stuff and the status of their relationship isn't clear he he shouldn't have had access to anything of hers really for him to then now be like you weren't even my girlfriend like but i i'm just glad that she's getting her money back but he owes her compensation for the emotional damage that he's caused like she is damaged
2: i i think i think my advice um, to my problematic advice <laughs> is going to be never ever ever give up. If you're in the right, never <laughs> give up. <laughs> you always get a result. And I I actually commend her
0: consistency,
2: her efforts. Her two
0: years, energy. you know, two years solid. You've <laughs> been at it.
2: Because I've been, I've been there where I've been in a situation where someone tried not to pay me, and I literally had to email them every day. I wasn't as like you know as this, but I literally had to email like, "Hi, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Here's my bag deal. Here's this for a very long period of time, and they and they did pay me in the end.
0: Don't get me started. are Yeah, yeah I got a bag of advice. One, <laughs> don't buy things that you can't afford, mm-hmm. like. What are you trying to prove? Well, did you think that okay? She says in the video, I thought he was getting trainers. That's what she says in the video. Yeah. Right? yeah. But How? don't buy what you can't afford. Like what she should have done is she should have clapped that watch back and taken it back to the store and said, Here you go, I can't afford that shit. Let's lock mm. off that debt. Or she should have just, I don't know, I don't know what she should have done. I just feel like she shouldn't have. Got into bed with him in that financial way. That's what she shouldn't have done. As for him, my issue with him is this: you knew she can't afford the thing, right? You boxed her basically. Yeah. Fair enough. You boxed her when you was broke when you was like come on your come up. Mm-hmm. You're up now. You're sitting in Dubai or wherever the hell you are, flossing. Just pay her her money, it's nothing. Pay her, it's like one performance, it's one song, one appearance on one show, just fucking pay her her money. Just give her her dough, because this would have been a lot quieter, a lot sooner if you just paid her. She's been able to make a whole, Go on, you want to say something? No, 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 go, go, go. Oh, she's been able to make a whole income out of this and you're mad at her because she's talking about you. She's only talking about you because you haven't paid her. So just pay her. Like, people are like, what's she going to do now? Yeah, what's she going to do now? But on her video, she did say, of course I get paid for when I talk about him. Of course I do. And I have a right to. And I kind of agree with her. Yeah, I do. What's she meant to do? This is her life. This is her story. If she wants to chat about it, she's getting a fee. And he's not talking, then that's on you. You should have just paid her her cash and then she could never have spoken about you because your receipts would be, but I paid you
4: though. Yeah.
0: If you owe someone money and you pay them, what can they say? Oh, but you took a long time, but I paid you though. Have you got your cash? So what's (laughs) the problem? I am um, I fully, fully, fully agree. I part of me thought I wonder if he didn't have the money to pay back all this time. Because you know, like there's a floss and a pretense that I got dope, but you don't know, maybe there's so much bills coming out of your bill, your account that you couldn't actually pay it. So now he's got a little bit of surplus of money. Now he can pay it. That's an interesting thought to me. Um, that's what I said. Do one show. That's well, one, I'm one saying, that one show might have got he's got I think so he money. was totally death gaslighting her, he didn't give a yeah, shit. Sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, say, he didn't. It, there's also the reality that people fake it a lot. Um, yes, like you all said, don't, listen, sex, lust, pretense, relationships, don't mix your money with that until you've got more security in the status of your relationship. You cannot, girls don't do it, men don't do it, but girls really don't do it, don't do it, don't be mixing money, it's not love, it's not real, until you've got that official, even with the official status, I don't even know where the lines can be drawn, but nah, this does, let's, not, let's not do that. <laughs> um, well, something else I was going to say, and I can't remember what it is. So come back to me. Let's get the comments. I was
2: just, just, just going go to say quickly. Yeah, I just think that that to Tion though, and or or guys like Tion, like this, this is not cool, man. It's not a good move. Like, stop taking advantage of these girls, man. Do you know what I mean? He's he he's got away. He he thought he could get away with this, but look, lo, he just turned
0: out to be the wrong one. Yeah, you know I mean? th- and yeah, yes, that's my thing. Keep talking, women, because I think we are very much treated. We're forced to be silent. Men, like, how could you say that? We're forced to be loyal all the time. When we talk about what the badness that men do, we get called labrish. We get made to feel like we we're disloyal. I will we'll keep well, saying The motherfucker that cheated on me had the cheek to say to me, "Why did you talk to my missus?" He asked me, "Why I broke." our loyalty together. Man told me I'm actually still with my children's mother. And then he expected me to be quiet and not speak to her and labrish the whole of the thing that we was going through. I told her from A to B month, one month, two month. I told her everything because I wanted my facts. And the man had to cheat to tell me, why do you, I can't believe he spoke to her. What the fuck, who's, where's my law? Why should I be loyal to you after you just disrespected my whole system for eight months? Fuck you. So this is women, please, like Lani, talk the things. Don't be fooled into silence. Don't be shamed into silence. It's not like, like even if you're, whatever the case is, whether you're wrong or right, if the man's fucked you over, don't stay stummed to become, to act like you're, because we're made to feel like you're not a good enough woman. You're not that loyal woman. You're not a ride or die if you yeah. talk the things. And you're this, and then lots of women get silenced into taking on bullshit and not freeing their mental health and their s- security and sanity because they're trying to make sure that they don't come across as that type of um, woman. It's so stifling. And I, make, I bust joke about my ex, but I make, it's really, really sick because I didn't give a fuck <clears throat> times in my life where I've not said anything when I really fucking should have said some stuff. But because I was so like, I'm not going to be that woman because I don't want to be seen or judged to be that woman. Women get this labeling all the fucking time. No, talk the things. Don't let men get away with it, because they're never held to account. They're never held accountable. Too many men get away with doing bullshit. Talk- Lani, I'm at listen. Going for, I'm at listen. If you date me and you fuck me over, going forth with, I'm going to make records. I'm going to do tunes. I'm going to come onto the aunties and talk the things. You're lucky, my ex. Like, I'm not saying his name just because he's got children and shit. I, I was I would say his fucking name too, bruv. Honestly, I think he's, he's he's gotten. lucky enough.
2: Another girl would go nuts. Another girl yeah. might hurt yeah. you. Another girl might yeah. send you to prison, to be honest. So yeah. he's, he's actually even lucky.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't mean so, to go through all. what JD has actually just said. So he's like, so JD's comment is, so y'all just condoning her per- behaviour, question mark, question mark. She's obsessed over him and cussed him out at every opportunity. What about keeping it classy? JD, let me, is, say, let me say. say let me, <laughs> sorry, 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 I need to get. I need to. Sorry, I need to get on. All I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, like, why don't you ask him why he didn't filter and check the women that he's dealing with? Because if she is, he could have seen her signs, red flags, all this type of stuff. Talk to your brother about the type of women that he's choosing. Then she don't need to keep it classy. She's who she is. Tell your brothers to pick better. Then don't tell her. She is who she is. Sorry, Auntie far. go ahead. Um. Yeah, all of that. But also, keep what classy? He's not keeping it classy when he's talking about her business and saying exactly. that you weren't my girl, we were just there doing you go. this, that, and the other. He's go. not keeping it classy. And the thing is this, I'll go back to my earlier statement. If he didn't want the exposure, he should have just paid her. That's and if deal. he didn't have the papers to pay her in full, take the debt on and you pay that. Because I'm sure you could afford a hundred pounds a month in direct debit. There you go. That's probably what it was. And like, but, let's not forget that, you know, yeah. do you
2: know what I mean? Like some of the, I'm not saying, we don't know Lani, we don't know her at all, but there's sometimes that a regular, normal, average girl will just be minding her business and this guy will insert himself in her life just to cause havoc. And then she's the one that's being told that she's crazy. That's not, no, no, no. Men need to stop doing that shit and take accountability not for that. So how
0: are we forgetting they were just, they were just dating. They're dating. He boxted her. He yeah. used her name, her to buy a watch. How is that classy? So it was classy for a man, who a is man. Like a aspiring rapper, to use this woman's credit and her name to get a watch, and then he stops dating her, and she's left with the debt. I would say that's the definition of classless. They were yes. matched. It was it was match on match. It's not for her to then whether that, that he was, he's so brock that he had to use her identity and her credit to get something. Like, I don't get how it comes on Lani, it's him. Talk. Like, if is you great. weren't brock, she wouldn't have been able to even talk about you.
2: I think that in, and a lot of the time it's so easy to kind of just put the blame on the woman and just yes. to dehumanise her and that she's an idiot. She doesn't know this or she doesn't know exactly. that. And she she um, because she's not acting a certain way, she doesn't deserve sympathy. No, fuck all that. That's he done right. wrong. At the end of the day, he done wrong. Even which way you go about it, he took something that she didn't agree to. Do you know what I mean? That's and really they true. should have sorted it out, but he refused to talk to her. He refused to have a conversation. So she had to go down she felt she had to go down path now another another type of woman might go around your house and and knock out your windows another another woman might slash your tires another woman might get the goons to come and 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 back it for you do you know what i mean so the thing is this what i'm saying you can't just be treating women anyhow and that's exactly. the thing a lot of men out there not not all of them but there's a lot of guys out there that think that it's okay and they use girls for sport that's what they do they use them to see what they can get out of them whether it's sex money access
0: whatever kind of thing that's what they do so the yeah. thing is as well Teal yeah. needs to ask himself this let's say let, let's remove the sex element from it let's say that that was your brethren or let's say let's flip let's flip it and say that was a brethren and they took and they did that. And then you don't chat to that person no more what do you expect to have your money back when you expect them to pay it yeah. wouldn't you make noise about it you hail out heady one all the time you not got some exactly. beef going back from way back when and yeah. all this stuff you chat the chat all the time you come for him all the time you talk about oh his rhymes ain't this and his rhymes ain't that i mean that's okay because it's road in it Where's her body you played with her body you played with her heart you played with her emotions you played with her bank balance and sorry, what was Oh no, was- ish. And I'm not saying she's not going mad. I'm not even saying that she's no, really but she's got a right, she's got a right to go mad because he's making her feel like she's losing her mind. I've to like respond answer, sorry. JD, you don't know us because I think we're quite um, fair women. If my brother, if Tion was my brother, I'd be like, Why are you I fucking with this mad chick? I might say, yeah, I might use language like why are you fucking with his mad chick, but it's your fault because you got into it. The the all the, the buck stops at him, he twisted this girl's mind. Whether she's obsessed, whatever, guys know when a woman is obsessed with them. They know when a woman is unstable and fragile. Like, they know... Please, it's it's go, a manipulation. It's, it's a, a
2: manipulation. manipulation. So it can't no, it gashes, she, she is toxic. It's never good. If you yeah. know that she's yeah. toxic, then you're manipulating. Leave her alone. You know what I mean? Like, seriously. So you but should, In the beginning, listen, in the of someone, in the beginning the wasn't the what she said?
0: In the very beginning, when this all started however many years ago, that's exactly what she said. She said that's what the relationship was like. It was toxic. That is exactly what she said. And the thing is, he at first, he was rocking it like they didn't even do nothing. That's how yeah, like he was yeah. rocking at first. But all of a sudden, sudden lo and behold, yeah. oh, they did actually do something. She yeah. just wasn't his girlfriend.
3: Yeah. I know, I back when to not decide- being
0: his girlfriend. Back to not been, being my his girlfriend. Never. Ever, ever. When did he decide that she was? Because I bet he would tell you. That's what all I was lyrics. just gonna say. Yeah. Back to all not being his girlfriend. Did she know she wasn't your girlfriend? Exactly. Because if you're doing boyfriend and girlfriend things, we're not 12. People don't need to right. hear the words. Can you be my girlfriend? Right. Are, am I your? Bo-? They don't. If you're doing boyfriend and girlfriend things, you're spending enough time, you're dating, you're in her yard, she's buying your watches or helping you buy watches, she's feeding you, she's catering to you. What do you think that she is, bruv? He's, also, he's why so
2: why are you lucky her... that it's not the state, you know? Because she would sue him for everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and
0: yeah. At this point, ask your brothers why. They're so dependent on women who are toxic to make them feel better about themselves. Right. That's another thing. That That's another why do you want? Why do men seek out fragile, insecure women and right. then feel like kings of them? Little or women who aren't fragile and insecure, like I'm said. Yes. Women yeah. who are just getting along, minding their own business, own business. doing okay. But you oh. want to break them down, break them down, right. break them down, break them Alleluia. down. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a word, preach it. Stop <laughs> it. Right. So we go Stop on for cuppies. All right, let's go for cups.
2: Okay. So you women wanna...
0: are... Go on. So women are what? So pull up the Instagram page. Uh
2: you can pull up the, the clip the the clip.
0: Okay. Oh, there's basically
2: clip. she as you said she was on uh cuppy uh was on free shots of tequila, which is a podcast, very popular podcast. Um and yeah.
0: All right, let's go. So I'm going to try and play it rather than show my screen. You know, that stresses me out. Yeah.
2: Conversation all the time. So coming to the UK, like, black women, yeah? I feel like we... Well, I'm going to speak for them, even though I probably shouldn't, but there is too much pressure we put on black men for money. I think. Pin drop, there. I think. And they're going to be (laughs) so angry at that. Honestly, like, (laughs) a man is your partner. He's not your... No,
1: but you know the difference is? I think it goes back to what Taylor said about you're faking yeah. it and whatever. You're, yeah. you're, remember, you're speaking from someone
0: who had- Okay, we can't get into the conversation because we might as well have it. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so are Black women putting too much pressure on Black men for money? I, I I don't see this in in any of my friends, my life. I really don't see it. I see it as the opposite. <laughs> and it was funny, that she's saying that and then this thing came up on the shade borough about like you giving 20 20 of what you earn should go yeah. to like your dating and your girlfriend i was like is this a thing Like maybe this is really new and this is like this new you know 20 to 25 year olds are in this space where this is what they expect because to me it feels like this is very american like joe budden podcast they talk about this all the time giving their girls money, like cash up in them, sending them money all the time for various different things. And when I listen to them, I'm like, "But what rock was I living under? I would never expect this. Like Even from my husband, I wouldn't, I'd be asking if I need it, but it wouldn't be something that I would expect that on a weekly basis, he sends me money, not from any boyfriend ever. I've never expected this. So I don't know if this is new but I don't think so. And Cuppie's from an absolutely different wealth scale to most people. So maybe for wealthy women, yeah, they expect it because their men are the same or have more wealth, but I don't think this is the average black woman that is expecting their man to pay for things. More than anything, I probably see more men moving in to women's houses is the reality for me, but that's just my, my worldview is more men kind of coming in that way than the other way around. Auntie Shadow.
2: Yeah, I thought this was interesting because I just thought it just demonstrated like how out of touch she is with like the average black UK woman's reality. Do you know what I mean? I think like, yeah, it's like you can get like a viral thing shared on, on social media and stuff, but the reality is it's just not the case, you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know any... Uh, any man that's if we were talking about that that tweet as well, like giving twenty percent of their wages. Are you <laughs> sorry? It's don't get like me wrong. Diving. If you want to give me twenty percent of your wages, I am <laughs> definitely accepting <laughs> that, hundred percent with open hands, both hands open. I will take it all. Um, but but yeah, I just think nah. I think to put too much pressure on. Nah, not really. I don't. I don't think it's that. I think there's um maybe she's confusing it with like, I don't know, ambition. like having like wanting people who are ambitious or something like that, do you know what I mean? But too much pressure for money, that like, I just thought is ridiculous. And it's just like, from her perspective, like she's, um, she, you know, she's not from here. She's from Nigeria. She's a, comes from a very wealthy family. She's at Oxford. She has like a whole whole career and everything like that. She can fund her whole lifestyle herself. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's other people that can't. Do you know what I mean? Like, and the majority of people can't live that kind of life. So I just think like it's just really, really <laughs> out of touch and actually quite a full statement of Black UK women. I think. Yeah.
0: I think there's so much levels to this. I think what 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 becomes the poster and the meme and the headline, it doesn't, isn't reality. Um, and yes, there'll be a, there's, there's a group of people that operate in that space where everything that goes on in culture is what they try and aspire to in life. And then you'll have the little bits under, you know, the younger people, you have the very young people who are coming up, the teenagers who are like, oh, this is what my celebrity is doing. And this is what Cardi's saying, Meg's saying, um, Future's saying, or, and they em- emulate these cultural icons lifestyles without it really making sense so they'll be like yeah man's got to make this money or girl's got to have this and man's got to have this and that's the surface level conversation but the people in between who have common sense who have lived life who don't follow every piece of social media or cultural di- um, pointers as dictators for how life should go we're not living like that we're really not living like that but we like culture affects us and how we behave for sure we can't avoid it So are new kind of is like what a man should do but let's not forget let's we forget that men have also done this dick swinging thing and as you said in like in America the whole we what we're looking at and are are getting influenced by is the whole thing is like I'm gonna give you a stack this kind of ownership of women or treating women like chattel or um, pieces of prize prize gifts that we prize things commodities that they have to own and control as a form form of control I'll give you this amount of money to go shopping with, because this makes me look good as a man. So mm. it's men gen- generally not to blame men, because definitely there are women who've swallowed this whole ident, this whole ideal and say, yes, my man's got to have this, that and the other. But to be fair, Men, you also dictated this thing that a man's got to have these signifiers to show that you're wealthy and a bad be on your arm that you pay for, make sure looks good from her weave to her clothes, to her nails did, all that type of stuff. You lot are rapping and talking about it and promoting that as well. So it's like, it's chicken and egg. Whose fault is it? Who started that conversation first? Um, I think, yes, there's an element, maybe there's an, there's an element of, what are you bringing to the table? As we've talked about many times, as women have become forced to become more independent, Cause of life um what do you bring to the table as a man so if i can do everything and i'm not saying it to be rude i'm not an independent woman i'm not saying all of that but however society has made it so i run my own business i pay my own bills I am okay in that space. So what are you bringing to the table? So if you feel pressure to top me, I'm not telling you to top me, I'm telling you to meet me halfway, but if you feel that as a successful black woman, you have to top me and that means I'm giving you pressure, so you'll either walk away with me or treat me like shit. I was talking about Lani and Teon, manipulate me to feel bad about myself because you don't feel good about yourself. That's a different conversation to be having than blaming us for putting pressure on you. Men put pressure on themselves, I think. And also the conversation yeah. that there's a lot of miscommunication between men and women. And because I'm a black woman that dates black men, there's lots of miscommunication between black men and black women about what it is we want from each other. What really, truly do we want from our, each other? But as Auntie Sade said, real, real talk in the real world, not sitting there, I'm not, and my people ain't, sitting there saying, well, boy, you've got to have put down two whatever percentage of your wages before I even chat to you. No, man, I'd actually prefer your personality is decent. You're fucking you're not lying to me. You're not trying to fuck every woman and tell me that I'm the number one. And then you've got side chicks and all that type of <laughs> shit. That your credit's not, that you're telling me to take out a Rolex yeah. on layaway. Come on now. There's so many other things that I, are more important to me than you being super rich and all that. I know, I've the universe. You're rich. Come with it. I'm okay. I'm not telling you away. But there's so much <laughs> other things on the list than just pressuring a man for money. But I would like to hear from the comments of the guys and, you know, JD, you've gone quiet. I'm sure you've got isn't something it? to say. But yeah. um, Auntie yeah. go ahead. <laughs> Auntie Farah, I actually didn't hear you. Like I was going through dramas <laughs> off screen, oh, shit, sorry, So sorry, I don't sorry. even know what we're talking about. Sorry. Well, we're talking about the, me- the, the, the thing where are saying that black women put pressure on black men to be rich. <sighs> I mean, she's rich though, isn't it? But anyway, yeah. that's that's an aside. That's an aside. I don't put pressure on no man to be rich. But equally, I don't want you to be living off of me. What I want is a partner. That's it. I'm not even one of these chicks that insist on, you must buy everything for me. You don't need to. You don't need to. I'm not that person. But you need to be, it, it should be a partnership. That's what I think. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's a lot of stereotypes about women out there. And that's why a lot of men assume that all women are on them for the money. And it's not like that. I love to i love you know what when people when these things come out and i think i'm assuming that the guys in um because one of the guys reacted and saying pin drop because people like when these things are out there oh god what was the conversation um i wish i could remember it and i was saying i want to whatever the response was i was saying to people actually ask men how many women are actually doing this you are saying yeah 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 it's true you know but then let's talk about your life your individual life how many women have said to you as a man I'm not dating you because you're not dripping in stuff, in sauce and stuff and actually break that down. What are you actually not doing? Is the woman saying I'm not dating you because you're not making six figures? Or is she saying I'm not dating you because you don't have a job or you don't have ambition or I can't see your motivation. <coughs> in because I see you're maybe not living to your best potential. What is that? And also, yes, women. There are some women that have unrealistic expectations. So yes, we can talk to women. And maybe, maybe, maybe that's what we need to do: talk to women that have unrealistic expectations. But I really want men that say, yeah, 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 it's true. How much? How true is it in your particular life that you've had? And how many women of all the women that you lot get access to have actually you've had to say, yeah, I got dumped, you know, because she, I wasn't making. <laughs> yeah, I got dumped. You know. Man, they even talk like that. Let's talk the real talk. But isn't it? Like I I think if I became single and was out dating, I would definitely have stipulations on money. Knowing more, like I, I, I don't think it's um uh, unreasonable in this day and age for a woman, for what you give up to be in a relationship as well, to have certain standards about what your partner earns and what you expect from your home life. Because I think men have that given into what type of woman they want but i think a lot of women don't actually sit down and think about what type of man do i want it's always it comes the other way it's they come and talk to you and it's kind of like oh i kind of fancy but you haven't made a concerted effort as to what type of man do i want what but i life think that's do why i want to achieve from this relationship but but i think I that's why I say partnership I, that's why you're, you're right Even a partnership though sometimes i think it, they may be the provider if we really like yeah, work but there's, there's different life. ways of looking at a partnership though, aren't there? They're not always it's not always yeah. financial. But I'm just talking about for me, me Farah, my partnership, I don't want to, I don't want someone to be living off of me. You know, I want us to be able to achieve certain things because I'm I'm struggling out here on my own. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. want someone, I want someone to come into it so that we can achieve things together. But it wouldn't, um, be, sure it wouldn't be a bad thing to I'm say. Not... I want them to be solid in their own finances Yeah. and merge together. And yeah. that may be, I need your finances to actually be 100K. Like, and, and I don't think it's wrong for women to have that mindset of, this is the person that I want them to be. And you go looking for that. And somebody that falls short of that, she's just, just like, oh, you know what? No, you're not the right person for me. It's actually okay for women to have standards. But I think... Too many men are like, oh, that she knows what she wants is a problem. And it's like, you've had it easy for a while. Shit's changing now. I think just to respond to Dr. Ronald, it's not an American thing. Don't say that Joe Biden speaks for American men. Unfortunately, in the UK, and I think globally, American culture dictates a lot of culture, or even if it's not the overall overarching, it's the, tends to be the leading signifier for how we then trickle down and remix it into how we live so and especially for black, black Brits even though now Brit, black British culture is starting to become more global and more visible a lot of the time especially in our generation growing up we looked to American culture a lot black American culture to informed how then we remixed it and took it for ourselves so it's not necessarily an American thing however the the most prominent visual cultural icons in the black community are from America and when our culture has a kind of stereotypical preference to bling, drip, looking good, and all those type of materialistic signifiers as wealth. That's not, yeah, not American men. However, it, as I said already, culture, the social culture is the meme, the headline, the fast dictator of what we do culturally and socially. Doesn't mean say it trickles down into a real life. And I think Auntie Shana said, we've all said the real world Of us real people black men and black women who are just on the average not in the public eye we're not necessarily living like that i'm not saying that you know what just come to me but we witnessed it firsthand at essence and at afropunk a very set way of the man paying for shopping that is not british it's not it's not a british thing and it was actually shocking. It was even weird when you would sit with lesbian couples and the one yeah. that was more masculine facing, the literally stud. standing there, the girl would be like, Oh my God, I want a belt, I want a head wrap. And then they're there with how much is that, please, ma'am? And they pay. And at the end of the day, we was like, How strange is it? May just be our worldview. And there is a whole load of women that are living this life. But it was very different to see it in action that shopping was done in a different way. And it's like, this isn't something yeah. that I see too much in in British high street. It's like not I'm a just UK kind of thing in the same way. Initially it wasn't a UK thing. Paying getting men paying for getting our weaves, nails, and hair that it's not something that is commonplace to British men dating. And maybe now because of the influence and it is influence from I do say I stand by it. Influence from American culture, black American culture in that way, that's what's maybe trickling down. So unfortunately that is if, if you find a fence in that, but that's literally what we're seeing. sorry, went deadly quiet. Um, moving on, is there anything else off the culture list that we can go into? Jesse Nelson. It was just Jesse being messy. What
2: doing?
0: (laughs) Lucian's cute though. He
2: is, but it's like, you know, she's painted this whole thing of like, I'm a victim and Yann's bullied me, but then you're kissing her. It's just like I mean
0: because she just met him and be like, okay. I mean, if you know the celebrity well. But if you're good good friends, friends or you've previously
2: good friends, are you going to be kissing or actively pursuing no. your ex friends ex?
0: Like you can't just, ever do that me. and it's okay though. Like no, really no. I think you can't do, like, you can't do, do you, what you, she's you. doing and it's okay. Yeah no, it's not. I mean what about Lucian? What's he up to? We'll
2: see out maybe he's trying to get I don't know what he's doing. I was actually thinking like
0: are you he's trying get to get his dick wet. like what's going on? He's <laughs> trying to get his dick wet. Let's oh, be real. Right. All right then guys let's move oh uncle Dane left before we could do what's made him sad mad and glad what's made you sad bad and glad this week i'm first um sad yes sorry was, yeah sad that um of the new actually no first of all i'm sad that i've been ill for two weeks i think it's finally going today it's finally shaking i think um quite sad that i've been ill for two weeks it's been very annoying um <coughs> also said the passing of virgil abloh and i'm sad because those who listen to this show know I've cussed him quite often um, for his, some of his antics in, in fashion, but um, it was always jovial banter. Fat, um, and I always thought that I'd meet him in Ghana on one of those trips, and I'd be like, "Guys, I take it all back. I met Virgil. He's wonderful. He gifted me loads. He gifted me loads of Louis Vuitton. I'm now a changed woman, and he's my best friend. Always, I found out he's my cousin or something. I always thought I'd get the chance to meet him and have bants with him, and then change my tune and be a hypocrite afterwards. Um, so it's very sad to hear his passing. Um, i mad. Oh, shit, I had a mad What was my mad can't remember my mad. Well, um, I'll come back to that. And then I'm also glad that today I had um, my first venture out after being sick. And I was almost going to cancel because I felt bad. But then I didn't want to cancel and be unprofessional hosted um, a lunch with a melamine um, vampire and Warner Brothers for Mean's film Boxing Day, which comes out December the third Had a nice intimate lunch at the Haymarket Hotel today with some influencers. Just to talk about Amel's journey in making the film, and Boxing Day is a really good, feel good, lovely Christmas, British black rom-com, which we don't have barely any, um, if any. Um, it's a one. really good film. Uh, it's really good. He's done really well. It's his debut directorial feature. He's done lots of shorts, but the fact that he's done this, and it's, it's actually a good film. Um, so I'm not, you know, you know, sometimes you get forced to, you know, hey, it's a good film, we're gonna support it. I actually am very proud to support this film, and I'm very proud of what Amel's achieved. Um, so yeah, go see it it's on September the third. So I was glad to have hosted that, and I was able to break out of my illness and do something nice. Auntie Farah. Um, I'm sad at Virgil Abloh because much like you, Auntie AK, I can't say that I was a massive fan of his fashion, but I was a fan of him and what he had achieved, and you know his success in that in that realm. Um, and it's just very sad. Again, cancer fucking really does suck. Um, I am mad at Auntie AK. That's right, I'm mad at you because you're going on holiday and I'm mad at Auntie Sade because she's going too and I'm mad at Auntie Todju because she's going. Yes, she might not be going to the same place, but I'm also mad at her and I'm mad at everybody who's going on holiday and don't chat to me, I am going to unfriend you on all <laughs> social media platforms until you get back because I don't want to see anything. But you I know I'm going this. later. I don't give a fly in, I don't care. The point is, you're going. I don't give a flying because I'm not flying anywhere. So, yes, I'm mad at you all for leaving me alone in this stinking cold hole that is Britain. That's what I'm mad at. And I am glad that Barbados said to the Queen. Sorry, I'm going to try my Bayesian accent. Please excuse me, Bayesians, because I'm Grenadian. I don't know how to do this. But here we go. I am glad that (laughs) Barbados said to the Queen. Get lost, and then she said to them, Cheese and bread. Y'all be good, y'all gonna be kidding. <laughs> Let's move on swiftly, Auntie Nana. Apologies, I so, I so thought it was gonna be better that I surprised <laughs> me. If it was Grenadian. I've that down pat. If I did that in Canadian, I'd be like, They said the Queen said, Hey, what are going on there? Are you mad? Are you stupid? What the hell? You see, perfect. Can't do Bayesian cheese and bread. Oh, what's right. going on there? Can't do it. Auntie Nana, what's made you sad? Okay. Um, Alright. So my first sad was it was Simone's birthday on the twenty fifth of November. Yes, yes. And I woke up uh, on that Thursday just really thinking yes. about her. So I gave my thanks to her. Like burnt some money, just kind of putting. Whenever I think of her, I will burn her some money. Wherever you are, I want you to be abundant. So I will burn some stuff. And then I clicked onto Facebook and saw it was her birthday and I was like, look at that. So then again, I went and burnt a few bit more bits of money for her, just like, you know, happy birthday and have a good time. But it also made me a little bit sad because I do miss her. Yeah. Um, and then my second sad as well. No, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that second sad. So my mad is also similar to Auntie AK. I'm not feeling too well. Um. And I've been really good at not having any colds or anything, but this one has just, like, really annoyed me because there was a few places over the weekend where I needed to be. I managed to go out on Friday, that but, but that probably tipped me over the edge, so I was, like, just in, in bed. But, um, yeah, I hate being sick, so I'd be mad at that, and I shall be better soon. Um, and then I'm glad for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, yeah, it's been good this year as well. And I did I didn't do as much marketing as I usually do, but it's still been quite a good a good run for the last few days. So I'm very happy with business so far. We'll have a good Christmas, and a big up to my husband who has won his first award for a short film that he wrote and produced called Coffee. And that one, I wish I could remember what the award is called, but you can actually see was the it film UA. As well, I'll put it in the in the comments. I'll put a link to the film so you can watch it. Was it a UEA, Urban Entertainment Award? No, it was A something. I think it was okay. like African ATT, oh, okay, something yeah. like that. So well I will put the link what's to the I film think? in there. Too, Shade, what's made what you so Mad and Glad? Um,
2: so Virgil... Um, he was like a massive inspiration to my brother, so like that was like oh mate, it's a bit tight and stuff. And then also the, the North Korean man that was sentenced to death for smuggling in Squid Game, that made yeah. me sad as well.
3: Yes, like, yes.
2: What? Yeah. I can't believe that we that still mad. That was one of my mads actually live in that kind of what like in a world where those things can happen. Um uh mad because master are coming back. As of today, and I'm so over it. I hate wearing a face mask. I know, I know, I know. It takes you. Da, 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 da. It's fine.
0: But I'm you. Really, I, I hate it too. I'm I hate it so
2: much. So so yeah. It's a necessary evil, but
3: I, I mean, do hate it.
2: Yeah, I'm very mad about that. And then I'm glad because every day Friday had a great. Uh, Black Friday, and we're also stopped in the Jammy uh, Christmas pop up, which is on 188 Shoreditch High Street until the 19th of December. So I'm very happy about that.
0: Oh, so Can I just say that I'm mad at my daughter for coming in and winking at me? It was very annoying. <laughs> which like that. so um, Well done, guys. And what's next? Oh, well, D- Uncle Dane was supposed to do his unpopular pity pit- and hit list and whatever. Um, does anyone have anything? On the hit list. Don't piss me off. I just wanted, to, ch- just as a random. I heard, is it true? Because someone verified the fact that Diggity, if Diggity did stab someone in Dubai, no. no. right? Okay, cool. Thank you. That's on my hit list. Fake he was, news. He was. He was questioned though. Yeah, was questioned. But no, he, he, he. I think he's back here now. Well done. Thank you. Because um, <laughs> I do want to to like live life, and I didn't I like that. And uh, so fake news on the hit list. Allow fake it, guys. News allow it. Give I have a recommendation. Go ahead. I, I This may be out there already, but um, I've just finished watching Dope Sick on Disney. Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't started that yet. It, uh, it, it's frustrating, but it's really good to know like the family responsible for all of the opioid addictions and uh, an insight into their strategy to bring it over here because one of the pills, literally my mum is on and has been on for like over 10 years. So seeing how they kind of took over America and had a strategy for Europe and the rest of the world, uh, although none of them have gone to prison and they are um, declaring (coughs) bankruptcy, but still wealthy, how that happens, I don't know, you know. It's just an insight into, you know, the establishment and how it works again. So it's it's a good watch. Is a really good watch. Dope sick.
2: Cool. Is it depressing or? Well, sounds.
0: Like no, it. no. It's more insightful. Yeah. Just to okay. to be aware of how marketing can be manipulated and then you don't see it coming. It's actually like I was like, oh, I've actually seen other drugs marketed in the same ways. So it was mm. like that's really interesting that this is a strategy that they go for, especially the pill. I remember when I was in university. And there was two strands of pills that were really that oh, yeah. directed at young people, and it's like, oh my god, that's such a marketing strategy. But mm. yeah, it, it gives you an insight into that. Okay. And on that note, watch dope sick. Was it on Disney? Netflix. Disney. Yeah. It's Disney, Disney. No, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mm-hmm. know. Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay. Have we got any last comment? Have we got any last comments? Um, I swear I did see Ronald had uh, a glad. Okay, yeah, so Ronald said, I'm glad that I had a really nice Thanksgiving dinner with friends. And what does burning money mean? Oh, sorry, burning money, it's like a, a way to kind of honour the ancestors. So you get ancestral money and then you burn it and you say affirmations to your ancestors as you're doing it. And that's that on that. Yep, that was Thank the only. Thank you, Thank you guys for tuning into episode eighty-seven of Aunties Could Never. Thank you also to our wonderful guest Dame Baptiste. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on all the social media platforms, and don't forget you can watch this episode back on Facebook and on YouTube, and you can listen to our episode on all listening platforms, and you can literally just immerse yourself in Aunties Gloriousness (laughs) everywhere, visually, audio. Probably do a play one day as well. Um, Shut up! I don't (laughs) want to speak to you anymore. Oh, we should. That would actually be fun. A fun play. She a has the level, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for like two days. Two more yeah. days. I told um, her yesterday. This is the the vibe that she's getting for me, mean, and it'll be coming to you as well, Auntie Shadi. So just appreciate wow, that. Wow, yeah.
2: wow. No, please, no hostility. The world hostility. is cold enough, Sarah. Please. Exactly. Yeah, really? and you're going to somewhere I'm lots looking of forward
0: them to it. To to post pictures, it. please. Lots of pictures. Yeah, no, what no, no, that's nice for you. I told you, I'm, 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 I'm deleting playing. I like when you're supposed to sign off and then you'll get interrupted by the sign off. And, <laughs> and I don't know what's happening. So, like, I feel really upset. I'm just going to write this into the musical. This will be the melancholy part of the musical. <laughs> <laughs> a bit where I push you
3: off the
0: cliff. <laughs> This is not common, no, no, We should sign off. We're almost at three hours. Wow. I mean, yeah, yeah I got to go. Oh, gonna... guy, you got to go. Oh no, no, chick, no, no. Um, okay. I can end myself. <laughs> um, this is the part where Auntie Farah's written out of the uh, play. <laughs> That's okay. You write me out anyway because you're going <laughs> on The, the reoccurring thing. series ends with Auntie Farah. Do um. That's it guys, thanks guys Tune in next week guys, bye guys Bye bye now Bye Party done ooh, 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 ooh. What else? <laughs> Sorry, I, I literally almost ended without playing our end credits, one second Alright guys, we are leaving now <laughs> we